The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. That's right. We got one. We got one behind us. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo, ready to go on a rainy morning where everybody's going to be slip sliding all over the place. So be careful. If you don't have to drive, don't. Silly. Nobody can do it. So uh, we'll get that together. And you're going to get yelled at by the news for thinking about driving. They love this stuff, man. Watching this this weekend. Oh, man. It's it's a miracle that news happens at all uh, when it doesn't rain. Because when it's got when we get a little weather, anything like any shooting that happened the night before, a stabbing or uh, you know somebody coming at you with an axe or whatever, eh, we don't cover that. No news ever happens if it starts to snow up north or rains here. That's all they do is cover that. Storm teams take over. Oh, they start driving around in cars to let us know what it looks like in the rain. And I saw something uh, that nearly killed. My friend, weatherman Ian Schwartz, on Saturday. And one of these days, it's going to happen. One of these little cute, fluffy weather stories is going to turn into a, a disaster. He's, they got him up there in Flagstaff telling everybody not to drive. Meanwhile, he's driving all over telling everybody not to drive. So he right. gets in this uh, spice spot, and they go to Ian on Saturday morning. They're like, hey, Ian, uh, what, what do you got going on? He said, uh, well, I found this uh, Uber Eats driver here who's Mini Cooper stuck in the snow. Got chains on the thing, and the guy's name was Alex. I remember this because I nearly watched someone I know die. And uh, Alex is like, "Yeah, man, it's lodged in here pretty good. Don't know what to do." And Ian said, well, "We're going to rock this car out of here, right here, and help you out live on the air." So Ian says, "What you got to do is go forward and reverse. We're going to rock it out." Ian and uh, this guy's girlfriend get behind the Mini Cooper, and they're like, "Okay, go!" And you see the front wheel drive spin forward as they push from behind. Dude puts it in reverse. Wheels start going the other way. Meanwhile, Ian and this girl are standing behind the car. Trying I'm to rock. Like, I'm like, if that thing gets any traction at all, it's just going to bowl over those two idiots standing behind the car. It's in reverse, and the tires are going, just gunning All it. the weight's there, too. It doesn't matter where the weight is. You're standing behind a car that's in reverse. It, it, weight or otherwise, I'm not even worried about it getting, if it gets any traction, it's going to drive over my weatherman friend Ian Schwartz. Well, that's my point. The but way- he likes it from behind, is my point. Oh. This guy's standing there loving it from behind, and it's going to back right over him. 
I don't care about weight distribution. How about your brain? How about you don't stand behind any car, stuck or otherwise, when it's in reverse and it's being gunned? And those wheels were spinning. And I'm texting him like, Ian, you almost got killed by the guy trying to deliver Del Taco, which is what he was doing. It's important. It's, it was the news. It, that was the news that morning. It's like, we got snow. Let's kill the weatherman. It was ridiculous. And nobody back at the at the uh, you know the, the main desk there in Phoenix like, ah, well, Ian's doing his best. I'm like, did you not just see the almost murder that happened on television this morning for the sake of just letting us know it's snowing? We know what snow looks like. We can figure it out. There's my man Ian, and he texts back, and he goes, anything for the show? And I'm like, no, no, no. This is this is no joke. This was like a bullet whizzing past your head, and you go, "Yeah, we're doing William Tell shooting apples off my head," and the guy missed by a couple inches. <laughs> you, you, you idiot! You know what? Though the good news was, is a student that was high as a kite at NAU got his Del Taco. Nope, he never did. They couldn't get it out. Oh. They never got. Thank God they didn't get it out. If they'd have gotten it out, that means Ian's dead. It was one of the two things: the car gets free and Ian dies, or it stays spinning. Luckily, it made uh, there was zero traction on it. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen adults do, you know, and they're filming it. And we've watched a lot of stupid stuff, oh, yeah. radio videos and everything else of, you know, let's shoot that refrigerator full of Tannerite. Let's do, uh, you know, let's do fireworks out of our ass. I've seen this was dumber because if it would have gone just it's like a, one of the, it's just those drifting videos where the person gets run over, just standing there filming it. Like, yeah. But again, drifting videos, at least you have an idea of what's happening. This one, you're like, well, let's just hope. This, and they're trying to get the car loose. It was the dumbest thing I've seen human beings do. It was, and there he was, a few seconds later, telling us, well, we're going to drive. Then he's at the Del Taco a few minutes later. Don't drive. Don't drive. Uh, we went to the Del Taco because that sounded pretty good this morning. There are <laughs> some idiots up there helping them shovel people out. So it's snowing. It's raining. We get it. It's hard to drive in. We don't need to kill weathermen just to prove it. Just to prove it. And then the worst part is, a Royal Norman was back in the studio, and uh, at the end of his little segment, and this is funny because I told Ian, I make fun of Ian all the time about little double entendres that I think his coworkers make fun of him with, for you know the whole, you know, <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, Royal goes, uh, uh, all right, well, uh, and uh, you can tell somebody's talking in his ear on what to do next, and he goes, oh, Ian, I guess I'm tossing it to you. And I just laughed for about 45 minutes. Like, worst phrase ever, Royal Norman saying, Ian, I'm tossing it to you. It's fun when you know these people and their, you know, their habits. <laughs> but, yeah, so news, enough already. We get it. And they were doing backflips over the fact that Brittany Griner was down at the MLK march. Like, she was more important than Martin Luther King's anything. It's like, oh, my God, Brittany Griner's there posing for pictures with her. They weren't even doing news stories. Britney's new hair is interesting. I haven't seen it. Sure is. Well, they shaved it down up there in Russia. And uh, I think she likes it. He looks it. great. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not very feminine, I'll say that. Well, come on. I, mean, I know, you know, I know. Oh, but, Jesus. you know, at least before, you know, occasionally the, the dreads let you know, okay, that's a really tall lady. Not anymore. Now she looks like... Uh, Really tall, not lady. And she was out at MLK yesterday, and that was the first main appearance she's made since her thing. And got it. Hey, look, she's celebrating being free, and like uh, you know, what Martin Luther King, you know, the racial equality and all that stuff, and feeling equal. And nobody said anything about the whole Russia deal. 
other than welcome back. Got to do an interview eventually, but my feeling is that they're just prepping her for answers at this point. That's the reason they haven't done anything. The, the, the odd part about the Brittany Griner coming back is that in this day and age where everybody just jumps all over a news story and gets interviews and everything else, she's been oddly absent from main events, big events where they could, you know, they get a big, you know, tip of the cap. The Suns have not run her out one time. At a home game, they uh, the Cardinals had the opportunity on a Monday nighter to you know do all that, and they never did. And media hasn't talked to her. Sixty Minutes isn't at her house. There's no big. We've got Brittany, and the first time you see her is at the MLK parade here in Phoenix, and they didn't know she was going to be there. The news stumbled on her. This is interesting. So you'd think that maybe there's a there's a coach at home saying, all right. Let's practice the interviews for when we have them because she's like Scotty Pippen. She does. She has a little seriously. Pippen she's she got has. the Pippen haircut. <laughs> All right, she's that's not. something I can't unsee. You <laughs> son of a bitch! Wow, <laughs> that is Scotty. Oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> Good Pippen's hair. Damn you, Bert. Now that's all I'm going to see. <laughs> Ah, son of a bitch. Scotty yeah. Griner. I just find that very strange. I find it to be an odd kind of like just lack of attention. Uh, and I have to think that they're coaching her to not screw up the answers because they're politically uh, very damaging to people to, you know, to have her drift off and say something stupid would be, we freed, we freed her for that guy. And, you know, she has yeah. to be really good with her answers. So no interviews. I found that to be very strange. Uh, speaking of interviews and no interviews, uh, the beard, the Cardinals coach, what a move he made. Basically telling gone the entire fishing. NFL, gone fishing, telling the entire NFL, I have no interest in you guys at all anymore. I'm getting paid top dollar to not work. I'm going to Thailand with this hot piece of ass, which is hilarious that no coach has ever done that. That's the best move the beard's made in years. He threw the finger right at him. Here's the problem. In his contract, it says if he does not seek employment actively, he does not get paid. What? Yeah. You've got a guaranteed deal, but in the contract, it says if you do not seek employment actively, you're milking us. We've let you go, yes. We have an agreement to pay you, but in that agreement, it says you have to take interviews. So he, it's basically like unemployment. You can't milk it forever. Sure, but... You, you have to go get the stuff. During and, that time, though, if they're... He has time. He has, who knows? It's ninety days to a year. But what he did was, I'm not doing anything. He screwed up by screaming, "I'm not looking for work." So now they can say he's not uh, authentically taking these interviews. He's just doing it to, to get. And if and if you know the Cardinals and money, by the way, it took them eight months to pay me twenty five hundred dollars. There was a fight involved, and then a fake check showed up without my signature on the back of it, and they claimed it was mine. What do you mean a fake check? Like the big Ed McMahon they check showed me up tw- or what? In 2003, they owed me uh, $2,500 for doing the pregame show. They didn't pay me the whole season. I just figured it would be a check at the end of the year. I'm like, this is fine. It's eight games. I'm, you know, I don't even know how much that is per game. It was nothing. So I, uh, I, I'm like, fine, whatever you guys want to do. And they're for an hour. So at the end of the year, I'm like, hey, not for nothing, but never got a check. Yeah, you did. I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. All right, well, you, you'd cashed it. I'm like, no, I didn't. And so I go through my bank thing, and I give it I – give, I, I, there I am, stupid enough to give my entire bank statement to the Cardinals. 
find it, find the check. When did you say you gave it to me? And they gave me a date. I'm like, find it. It's not deposited. Find it. And they're like, uh, well, uh, it's not, uh, well, you, you did deposit. Do you have another account? Like, nope, this is the only one I got right. So then suddenly they send me a picture of a check with a stamp on it that says it had been returned. Uh, no. Well, they, they, yeah. well, why would that get returned? So then, and then it's got my signature on the back as an endorsement. And I said, I don't it know who, your I signature. Know who that. That's not my signature at all. And they're like, huh. Mysteriously, they send me another one, which I had you sign the back of. And I'm like, if they're going to play this game, I'm going to play it back. So I had you endorse the check. It went through. But it took eight months, a massive amount of phone calls, a me giving my phone bill to him. They fought me for 2500 bucks. You wow. think they're not going to fight Cliff Kingsbury when he steps in it on his contract for millions and millions? Of course they are. That tweet was hilarious, and everybody's like, ah, Kingsbury, genius. Going to go bone his girlfriend for the next however many years it takes. And the first thing that pops up in the news is you have got to seek employment if you don't. Oh, my God. Well, is she, that is her in, in she is in Thailand. Oh, my Lord. It's worth the lawsuit oh, to yeah. stand on that balcony right there. And the comments, wow. Cliff taking these? How's Cliff doing? Yeah. <laughs> is Cliff okay? Wow. So, yeah, his mistake was publishing, much like I always say, Twitter is the viper in your pocket that you won't realize it's about to bite you, and it bit him. And the first thing they said, a lawyer was on, uh, well, this was a mistake. In his contract, it says if he doesn't seek employment actively, then the guarantee is gone. One-way ticket to Thailand. It's genius. And he's like, no, thank you. I'll just be in Thailand milking it. Not allowed to milk it. I'm sure there's some kind of stipulation. Right. Like he's trying to do Hope phone so. interviews from Thailand. But that's like that's that. the mistake is that he said, I don't want any jobs. So now they're like, well, no, now it's just – now he's faking it. And th- trust me, the Cardinals will not lay down for this. If they can get out of paying him, or wouldn't you? Oh, I, if you well, I, if they're – they're jacking you for twenty five hundred. If I, mean, I owed you exactly, if I owed you thirty million dollars, and you're like, uh, I would watch every move you made to make sure that you stayed in the parameters of that deal. Yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, I would find the first time you slipped, I'd be all over your ass. You're Italian, you know that. <laughs> Let him slip. Watch this, and then you take him out. The first mistake he made, and he made one the first week. That's brutal. What Hopefully, about- it slides. Hopefully, he's got good lawyers too. But that's sure, his lawyers are saying. He can say that at that he's not taking he's not want to do any interviews at this particular time. Right, he's taking a break. He's allowed a break. You know, is he? I don't see the well. Paperwork. There and there in lies the according, according to the, according to the lawyers that are on TV. He's not allowed a break. He can. He just can't say I don't want a job right now. I'm just, I'm I'm going to live off of this. Is the problem? Which we all said. Oh, he's going to get his guaranteed money. Which I don't understand what guaranteed money means. If the guarantee can be stolen from you, I guess there is always that thing of, uh, you know, if you screw up uh, in the law or whatever and your conduct unbecoming to the franchise, they can cut you off. That's true. If that's in my contract that if I screw up, they don't owe me a penny. You know, if I'm in the who's gal for stabbing some people, yeah. <laughs> then they're not going to have to throw the cash my direction. So there's guarantees, but there's stipulations. It's crazy. But that was, that was a – everybody was all proud of them. And then one one guy, Lowenstein, goes on TV and goes, excuse me, but uh, we've read through the, the, the documents. So good luck, Cliff. I hope that trip to Thailand is fantastic. Notice Kime's keeping quiet. He's like, hey, I'm getting paid. Whatever hey, you guys need. Kime stepped away. Yeah. 
because Kime's not allowed to be fired right now because he's, quote, not in rehab. And it's a good way. Are you all right? Because of their situation. He's, you know, was friends with Michael. Oh, they best buddies. Yeah. And so if, it looks better if you step away. You're admitting. Right. Like, he resigned. Rather than us firing you. Which I'm pretty sure negates guarantees. You can't resign yourself into a guarantee. If that was true, I'd do I'll, that right now. I bet Michael yeah. just kind of like, all right, well, here's some cash. Oh, shut up and bounce. He's fine, you know? yeah. He probably lives with Michael. Yeah. They're peas in a pod. But that Cardinal team, oof. And if it's any franchise that would have this happen, it's the Cardinals. They also have some leverage in that, too, the Cardinals. No, tons. Loads. like... They hold all the cards. We want this thing to go away completely with Skyme. Skyme. Well, it's not going to. That's the worst part is that there's more coming. Unless everybody takes money, and that's the key. Oof. If any organization would step in this kind of mess, it's the Cardinals. Or they end up suing their old coach for banging that sweet ass in Thailand. Oh. She's going to make more money than him anyway. And then we've got the Tom Brady situation. I heard the Cardinals whispered in that last night. And I'm like, why in the world would anyone locally even think that Tom Brady would go, sure, I'll go to that S show. He's going to the Raiders. He can't Whoever's go locked and loaded, yeah. Raiders is, seems they're, like they're in pole position. They've got everybody, and they've got his old offensive coordinator and head coach. That, that game last night was not how Tom Brady can, can leave the field. I don't think his ego will allow him to be that. Big of a fizzle out at the end. Just a, it's over. Like, wow, he just poofed away, and then he got blasted off the field. He's got a one-way ticket right now to Slovakia. Yeah, he's going to go with his girl, but I don't think, Tom's different. Tom's like, I think Brady's going to be a a one-year wonder in Vegas while they figure out their quarterback situation, because they got so many players that are ready to win now. How many of those players will disappear if you've got a rookie or an unknown at quarterback. You got Tom Brady come in, you keep Devontae Adams, you keep Darren Waller, you got that Raiders team all of a sudden becomes and that's where he wanted to go before Tampa anyway. That was Gruden was the was one that really stopped close. it. Yeah, yeah, Gruden was the one that put an end to that. The the Raiders were the one, so we'll see. But uh that was pretty pathetic. And it also ruined my my six six game parlay this weekend. I had all the games except I picked the Buccaneers to beat Dallas and damn it all didn't even come close. didn't even show up. I got smoked. I got crushed. But uh, what are you going to do? The playoffs were fun, though. It was an interesting weekend. That Giants game was a blast. I don't trust the Vikings. They didn't let me down. They walked out of that thing exactly as I expected. A about team the, that shouldn't have won. But that Chargers game. And that was ridiculous. Jesus. Wow. That was ridiculous. And is that guy fired? Yeah, the playoffs always ask like the questions of, like, is this team under or overachieving? The Vikings completely are what they are. The Chargers should have been so much better than they were all year, oh, yeah. and then they showed it in the playoffs. I don't know, the Jacksonville Jaguars are just uh, – they're the drunk uncle at the party. Yep. They shouldn't be there, but they found out about the party, and now they're staggering around making a mess hey, of things. wait. Yeah, they're knocking tables over, like, ah, who invited this asshole? <laughs> and he's making a mess of things. And you know what? I went golfing with uh, our friend Dale Hellestray, and then we went to uh, – we went to Booties afterwards. We were in the yeah. West Valley. I don't know what I was doing out there golfing, but I got talked into it. And so we went to Booties because it was close by, and the game was on. And it, uh, and we're watching this thing, and I've never seen it before. In my life, I've never seen this before. In a sports bar, watching the game, I look over, and there are two people in Jacksonville Jaguar jerseys. I didn't even know they sold those outside of Jacksonville. I don't know why you would. And if you are a Jacksonville fan... 
you're not that big a fan that you're carrying that with you to the new city. That's how bad the Cardinals are, is that you'll stay a Jacksonville fan if you live here. That's, that's pathetic. That's scary. And they were new jerseys, too. They were like the new, the new kind. And I think one had a Leonard Fournette, so it wasn't like they, they were fans before this mess. Crazy. The, the drunk uncles are there, and uh, they'll be interesting to watch. I think they get blasted out of there. And Bills didn't look so great. They can be beaten. The Chiefs are going to be a team that's just primed and ready to go. But Andy Reid's their head coach, and but for one Super Bowl, all that guy's done is choke out of every season. So, Bills and Bengals did not have uh, solid no, wins. No, not at all. And then the Ravens are fighting. Uh, sad Harbaugh's make Holmberg's happy. That was great to watch. How mad uh, Harbaugh was at Melissa Stark on the sidelines. Oh, and, oh it's great. What a question. What she just said. You, He said it before well, the no, game, uh, that before. the Tyler Huntley thing, if he doesn't play well, we'll put in the next guy. And she asked him the question. He goes, you know what? Let's just see how that goes, okay? And he's like, oh, he's pissed. I'm talking another question. It wasn't Melissa Stark. It was the sidelines reporter. Yeah. They got that um, unnecessary roughness. What do you think about that call? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, he didn't like any calls <laughs> that go against him. But Harbaugh, is, he's such a bitch. Every flag that goes against him shouldn't have happened. He's like an NBA player. He's never committed. His team's never committed a penalty ever. Well, and uh, the other team, that's all they do is commit penalties. He bitches and cries the entire time. Cryball. Ugh. I can't stand that guy. So watching him slink out sad thrilled me. I like a sad Harbaugh. There's, it's better than a meal to me. A sad Harbaugh walking around. Uh, so I was rooting for the Bengals. You can imagine. I hate both those teams, but. One more than the other. And that big lumbering doofus ran that ball in all the way, and that was great. They were going to lose that game. They they didn't. Oh, if it wasn't for that fumble. They got beat. It was weird. They they did. Yeah, but we'll see. It gets more interesting this weekend. And now uh, the Bengals have an argument of why there isn't a coin flip to play the Bills because they shouldn't be playing on a home. They have to go to Buffalo to do it, and that one should be in Pittsburgh or Cleveland because it doesn't make sense that that game – doesn't play on neutral turf, but the AFC Championship does. That's, That's very right. odd. Yeah, because the Chiefs won yeah, 14. Yeah, because I was thinking that would make sense. Yeah, neither team could have caught the Chiefs, so I don't know. NFL playoffs, they're upon us. It's great. <laughs> Distracting us from all this weather. And it is also cold outside. You should probably just stay home. Just It's a three-day weekend. There's no reason to go to work today. Everybody's going to kind of half-ass it anyway because a three-day weekend of rain and nobody got anything done and it's hard to get outside, B. Uh, so, you know, yeah, just take care of that. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. 
Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Still impressive. Thank you, Alliance. There's your wake-up song, uh, uh, or actually our theme song, not the wake-up song quite yet. Alliance, the winners of last year's Playdio that will be with us all year long, like it or not. It's grown on me to a point where I'm actually trying to sing along, but it hurts. It hurts too much. Now that I know the words, but I just love the idea that the, they mention that their Apache roots are involved. It's a lyric in their song, and that's fantastic. I uh, I tried to, I, I waited for a break in the rain on, uh, is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday, I guess. And uh, hopped on the bike. It was like uh, it was like the Nutcracker. The trails were packed. It was like an hour of no rain, and I'm like, I'm going to hit this thing as hard and as fast as I can. I'll be the only one out there. This will be cake. Everybody and their brother decided, all right, let's run outside. We haven't been outside all weekend. And they were they just flooding. It was like the Easter keg hunt was going on out there on the trails. People were everywhere. I couldn't believe it. I'm just gunning by all these other bikers. I'm like, everybody had the same idea at the exact same time. It was amazing. It's good to see. Maybe uh, those resolutions are... Still hanging on, hanging, uh, tough. hanging on, because there was a lot of February yet. There's so. a lot of biggins out there, so I'm thinking maybe that they're going to walk in the rain no matter what. It was crazy, just flat crazy. And then I had a really weird moment because uh, I had to try. You know, you have uh, sometimes you have a lady come clean your house. You know, you know that Mexican lady comes cleans your house now and again. We've all got that. You get into a situation where you can afford that. Trust me, you will do it. Everyone does. It's great. And so mine shows up every two weeks, maybe three, four. Her name is Gloria. She's been with us for a long, long time. She still speaks uh, very good English, but struggles to communicate. Like, I think she knows words, uh, but speaking, it's you can't talk with her quickly. It's not like some, you know, ping pong match verbally. It's basically just she says her thing. You make her, you let her know, pretty good job, close, and then you say something in return, and she usually looks at you like, ah, that's almost always her response. She's like, how was your new year? That was good, Gloria. How was yours? Ah. I'm like, that's mainly our conversations. That's basically how they go. Hello, Mr. John. Hello, Gloria. How are you? Fine. Do you have Christmas? We had it. Yep. We did. We did have Christmas. Oh. And then we're done. That's how I know it's over. She makes that noise. I move on. But the worst thing is, is you got to be, uh, she's always around. And if you got nothing to do, you're just kind of dodging her all day at the house. Like, I'll go stand in one room while she cleans another so I don't feel like a deadbeat. You feel like a loser. She's like, never comfortable. No, because I could be doing all this. I just choose not to. I don't want to mop and clean. She's great. She does baseboards. She takes everything off of a shelf. and go, it, She's amazing. She's there for like nine hours. So you got to find things to do. So I'm thinking, you know. That was Saturday. I get the call. last. That's the reason I went to the west side to golf is I get the call, and they're like, you want to come? I'm ah, fine. What, anything to get out of here. Gloria's staring at me, and I don't like it. So as I'm getting ready to go, uh, I'm there. I'm in the house by myself, and Gloria comes, hey, Mr. John? Yeah. Ah. And then she waves me towards her. So I'm like, all right. Now, this is still lingering to this second. And she waves me over towards her, and we're standing in the middle of the kitchen. And she waves me over and like, all right. So I follow her over into the, the little game room. And uh, she goes, Sam, will you please me? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. what the? And I'm looking at her and I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
Yum, you please me? And she's kind of doing her hands in a way that isn't please me, but it's like a bigger picture thing. Will I please you? Will you please me? Yeah. And I just left. I just left the house. I just grabbed my clubs and left. I didn't say a word to her. I'm like, hey, again, I don't know what you need. I don't know what you need. And I left. So she just stood in that room. I still don't know what she needs. I think she might have been saying, will you help me? But I can't be around that kind of stuff. I can't do it. And she's like, did she come across me? Why you do this? You walk away. And I'm like, I, didn't, I, just, I just shrugged my shoulder. And I walked back and I grabbed my shoes. And I snuck out the front door. She didn't see me. Hopped in the car and I was gone. Not a word. She, st- she could still be standing there for all I know. I haven't been back in that room since. I'm not going in there. Will you please me from the maid? Now, it isn't a porn hub situation where the maid is pleasable. <laughs> yeah. She got her head stuck in the dryer and all that right. kind of stuff. Now, and- if I walked in there and Gloria had her head stuck in the dryer, then we got something. I'd turn the cameras <laughs> on. Let's go up. Well, I am stuck in the dryer. I'm like, I see that. Let me help you out. This is a, uh, uh, a middle-aged woman who I think the world of. She's very nice. But that was such a strange thing to ask me, and I still don't know what it was. And I didn't know how to get around it. And I was going to laugh. And anything was, in that closet? You know? It was just, it was a Real wa- doll or anything? No. Yeah, your butts butt. and all that. No, yeah. didn't have anything. No, I keep all that away from the maids. I'm not an idiot. And there's maid-free zones. The baby butt and the, the vagina sleeve and the weird <laughs> fake mouth that I blew the back end out of. Sure. No paintings? Nope, that's at the apartment. Yep. Okay. Will you please me? I think she. I think she wanted some. I think she wanted to lay it down right there in the finally pool table. <laughs> All these years, she's finally. You know what? I'm going for. She got the guts, and courage. I don't. Uh, I don't have time to waste. Look, what do you need here? <laughs> Dick. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. I'm not. Will you please me? And it doesn't matter who says that to you. It feels nice. Even if it's broken English and a mistake. It made your day. It did. It made you feel like, God, now i got to dodge another one. <laughs> These ladies jumping off the off the uh, the broomstick, so to speak, to kind of hop on here and say, Johnny, <laughs> too much. I can't be in a house with you all by myself. My nethers are soaked. <laughs> Will you please me? I think she was saying, can you help me? And I'm pretty sure as I left, and I was probably a couple miles away from the house at that point, she was asking me to help her get stuff off of a top shelf. Yeah. I think... Because otherwise, you don't walk me into the room she walked into. It's where there's a high shelf that I keep, like, a gar- there's garbage bags and some cleaning stuff up there. And uh, she might not have known where the little step stool was to get up there. So I think, will you please me, was, can you reach this? And I just left the house. I, I, I ran away. I can deal with this. Uh, she wasn't home either. Uh, I ran away. Yeah, everybody finds something to do when Gloria's there. Can I go to my mom's? Right, I'm going to go golf with Dale and figure something out. That kept me driving all the way to the West Valley. So if you know Gloria, tell her I'm sorry. I don't know what she meant. Hopefully she got what she needed. or Hopefully she got pleased. She climbed up on a chair and pleased herself, so to speak. Grabbed those trash bags she was after. But we stared at each other for like three seconds of pure confusion. And I could see it in her eyes that she knew what she said wasn't right, but maybe got the point across. And she had to be looking at me like, what the hell? Because I'm looking at her. Uh-uh. I just, my head's shaking. Like, no, I'm not, gonna go. please you. I'm not pleasing you. I'm going to leave. And then she watched my Jeep speed away. <laughs> now I have to ask her. What did you mean? And if she says, I want, uh, um, lickies, lickies. Nom, nom, nom. Oh. <laughs> you want me to lick? Oh. 
But you're so dirty. I know. Dust me. Clean the maid. Clean clean me with tongue. Clean you with my tongue? Hopefully this doesn't... Uh, Gato bath? <laughs> yeah, give her a cat bath. I'll do it. Just to, just to be in the back room. We're wasting a lot of time here. Could be mopping. It was the strangest thing in the world, but there I was. And you did I, the right thing. I think, I think running away from that is the proper move. I think a cowardly dash for the door. You know, I was 15 minutes from leaving anyway. I just got out of there a little early. But please me from the maid is a strange, it's a strange moment. Please me? You don't hear that too often from anyone, really. Be like being at CVS. Do you want to use your rewards card? No, thank you. Would you like to please me? Huh? <laughs> Nobody ever answers that first time. You got to ask that twice. Did you just... Did, are we okay? We're gonna do it. And I had just read the story about uh, the cop in Tennessee. You see her. So no. her husband's sticking around. She's sleeping with everybody on the force, and uh, like I mean everybody. She's the six guys have come forward and said, "Oh yeah, no, we've nailed her." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm in an open marriage." Well, the only person that didn't know that was her husband, <laughs> who's also a cop, and he's like, "I stand by everything." She's a great kid. He's like, wow, this guy's a, he's a, her name is Megan uh, Hall and of Lavernia, Tennessee. And the police department, uh, she engaged with uh, sex with coworkers there and sent them nude pictures and took her top off at a party. Well, it all was going great. She's having sex with all these coworkers. Everything seems fine. And then uh, she's at a party and grabbed hold of another cop who she'd slept with his wife and started making out with her. And that cop's like, hang on a second. I thought I was the one. And she, I didn't know you were doing this with all sorts of people. So then he finds out, not the husband, but one of the guys she's banging finds out she's banging a lot of other cops. And she's a cop. And then so he tattles on her. And she's not, yeah, she's not that great to no. begin with, but evidently a wildcat because her husband's like, yeah, that's fine by me. Because uh, she was telling the guy she was sleeping with, oh, we're in an open marriage. Because they'd be like, what about your husband? And there's the yeah, there's the uh, there's there the line oh, there's there's the six there's the damage <laughs> there's the guys all all of them yep she uh, yeah she likes cops she likes a man in uniform and she was banging all of them and I can't imagine that the Lavernier Tennessee Police Department is that huge so that's got to be a high percentage of the other officers to knock six out oh these guys look pretty huge. Yeah, well, the top three are big guys. <laughs> Two canines. Let's hope she started with the bottom three, the whites, <laughs> and then worked her way up to the other police officers who were uh, African-American. Because if it's reversed, the white guys would have told on her oh, the yeah. first day. It's like, she's a mess. Yeah. And so she's like, basically what they're saying is she didn't do anything illegal. She's just not going to be able to be a cop anymore. But uh, even the, the, his his boss, the husband's boss, came out and he's like uh, – more of a man than I am. I don't know that I could tolerate that, but he found out his wife had sex with at least six of her coworkers, and he's standing by her. Maybe Rico Blaze should give her a call. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Rico Blaze is the one like, hey, baby. <laughs> what are you doing, girl? We should start our own police force, and every time you call the police, we come. Ooh, <laughs> damn. So it looks like it's the AJ of Nashville. Yeah. It's way on the ah, outskirts. It's right. way on the outskirts of Nashville. That makes sense. So Nashville by itself, a little AJ-ish, only gigantic. Great town. Not lately. Oh, I love Nashville, but you go to the outskirts of Nashville. I was there. We went to the outskirts, and it, it changes fast. It goes from 
kind of cosmopolitan fun town, a little country for me. To no teeth? To uh, Dickie Justice Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah, every drawing of a hillbilly in a straw hat ever is real immediately. Everyone looks there in overalls and no shoes. and So it's like just Jethro and all yeah. that kind of stuff hanging out? Yeah, but then you got uh, the female Rico Blaze. What happened? Like nobody's mad at Rico Blaze anymore. Right, oh, wow. got his gig. Nobody's still hired. I don't know. I don't. Does he still have his job? Rico, the cop that was sexing everybody, making porn videos. Wow, <laughs> he was the best. He got to get this girl on it. They can make a movie. I had to travel to La Vernier, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? To turn that ass out. How you doing? Yeah, Rico, Rico is dead. Or I mean, he's, he's just not around anymore. The yeah, story, the story just went died. away. Guys making porno videos on our time as a cop. It just disappears. <laughs> Rico showing up. I heard about your maid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rico Blaze here. I understand we have a domestic dispute between the maid and the homeowner. I don't like saying homeowner because it sounds like homo. And that ain't playing at Rico's games. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Ask Rico. Yeah. yeah, she asked me to please her. What did she? Right after that, you pleased her, correct? Oh, no. She's kind of gross, Rico. It's an old lady maid. They're all the same laying down player, and she probably smells like lemon fresh pledge down south. Mm. Thanks for calling Rico Blaze Hotline. The 911 of Erection. But now we got this lady, Rico Blaze of the Nashville area, which I love. Six coworkers, husband and fi- they got mad. That would be like Brady is having sex with six of the ladies downstairs. No one knows about it until one of the ladies finds out that Brady's not just with Jill, but also with Heather. And then Kristen's like, wait a minute, I thought I was the only one you were being a whore with. And then they get mad down after that. They're having sex with a married lady, and then she kisses the wife. the wife of the guy, and he gets ah, it made him jealous that the lady he was banging on the side was making out with his wife. It doesn't make sense. The whole thing's catastrophe. That's overreaching. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's not good. It's an early what would Brady do? It really is. I'm having sex with a girl at my work who is married to a coworker of mine. She started making out with my wife, and I got pissed off. So I told on everybody. I found out she's not just she's not just having an affair with me. She's doing it with loads of people. I, I, I hate this. I, what do I do? Loads being the key word. Loads. <laughs> but yeah, she just got, evidently there's a lot of cop parties out there too. They're having house parties, and all these people are humping hard out there. I don't know what's going on. How Maybe it's part of the recruiting, getting police to join the force. Some of the benefits. Yeah, you get to rail this one lady. <laughs> and here's a, you know, they just got, it looked like six wanted posters on the news. And that's how we know we have too much information. This, back before the internet, this story was just for the Tennessee people. This isn't going to leak out to everybody. Now it's on national news. The police force corrupt and, Le- and no, they're not all corrupt. There's, you know how much is going on in your office you don't even know about? Yeah, Teddy, he, he, he dated the gym teacher for years. Yeah. I mean, oh, Jesus, high schools and stuff, yeah. those teachers are banging each other like crazy. I just you, yeah, it's all constant. Every office place has some sort of a secret, weird, seedy thing going on. People kind of know, 
but they're not sure. There's no like for sure, but you kind of think maybe there is a thing here, and you have to be careful. That's why everybody always says that too. I remember Jen Gardner downstairs and I were leaving, and you two said something on the way out, screamed something at us, and I said, well, I'll give you a ride to the thing just so you don't have to walk to the parking lot in the dark, and she goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm like, you know what, you're probably right. It's a, it looks terrible if you even climb in my car right now. And it's true. And all I was trying to do was get it so she could not have to wander through the parking lot. But and so I did the right thing. And just like my maid, I left her standing there all by herself <laughs> in a dark, rapey parking lot. Not my problem. Someone else can please her. Exactly. Not doing it. But yeah, so every, that's why everybody gets like, oh, if we do this, we're that. We're the office rumor. And nobody needs that garbage. So, yeah, you, you, you mind your P's and Q's because everybody knows deep down. I don't know who here is doing it, but somebody in this office is, is hosing somebody that shouldn't be. Probably. 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 Probably a good chance. And when I say that kind of stuff, it's just like saying who's the office weirdo. Immediately something pops in your head. Oh, yeah. When I say who's the office shouldn't be doing it. Jones in accounting, that guy's nailing everybody. We all think it. Every, no matter what, we all think of who we think might be doing it. Oh, uh-huh. Oh. Well, we don't say it out loud because if we're wrong, you can get fired for uh, starting that rumor. But you all think about, like, everybody listening is like, oh, I know who's hosting who at my work. Imagine that, though, being that, that, that cuck cop still having to deal with all the other guys on the force. Rolling into the office for yeah. the morning day meeting. Not, yeah. Be safe out yeah, there. Yeah. Especially you. Wear a condom when you're with your wife, dude. We're all hammering her. I got mad. the same thing about yeah. that Brittany Zamora. Her her oh. husband was a firefighter, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't like to drag him through the mud anymore. Or she was Brittany, at least hot, though. Brittany Zamora's situation was... She was hot, but she was effing a sixth grader. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, you lost <laughs> I mean, that, that, to a sixth grader, I, and the news oh, was like... Oh, man, yeah, I didn't even think about that point of it. And he stayed. He wound up dumping her, though, eventually, right? Well, she's in jail. I don't think <laughs> you're like... Yeah, he had to move. He had well, to move apart. Well, I remember apart he was right saying now. he was sticking with her and all that kind of stuff. He tried to protect. He called the parents of the kid he lost to, and said, "Look, let's not go crazy here. What do you need? Let's just let's just call off the dogs. How can we make this go? How away? do we make all this disappear? I love that little lady. <laughs> and that sixth grader was a superstar. His texts were better than anything I've ever sent to anyone in my life." So good. So smooth for 12. <laughs> Get it learned. And he hosed her a lot. And then the news gets it. There's certain times where you're just like, all right, leave the husband out of this. This shouldn't be how a guy finds out he's in an open marriage. <laughs> when the news tells him, you know. this It should have been discussed beforehand. But the other cops are like, you were in an open marriage, right? Well, that's news to me. But evidently I was, and that's fine by me. I'm staying. She's had sex with these six guys. Yeah, I know all of them. Very good people. Good people. I'm staying. Like, how magic is that woman's, you know, I don't even want to call it, beef, something. I don't know. It's gross. But all of her coworkers have been in there, and the tension in that office had to be brutal. And she was relieving it for all of them. Fine with the coworkers, not my wife. Right, That's yeah, don't make of. out with my wife, you whore. People will find out. <laughs> and that's just what we know. These are the ones we know about. What don't we know? Because she got busted smashing. There are other open weekends. She's smashing her face and the other faces of, of, like, she had no boundaries. It's a great story, and it makes you kind of want to visit 
Lavernia. She was also the girl at all the uh, open moments, evidently, that would flash her cans at everybody. She was that chick. Ah. Get a couple of shots in so her. So their Christmas parties were like ours at one point? Yeah, wait until Megan takes her top off was basically like how <laughs> they had over-unders. They were like at 8 o'clock, she's taking her top off. Oh, I got 808. There were, there were bets. There were boards of when this chick lost her top or made out with one of our wives. All right, who had 806? Yeah, I had 806. She's not only topless, but she's got her face buried between. Look at that. She's she is having a buffet dinner. Time right to now. step in. Yeah. All right. Take That's a drink. my wife. Then some drink, guy ruined it. Away. Ruined it all. <laughs> he ruined it. That guy ruined it by getting mad that his wife made out with him. Team morale is really low right now. Yeah. And that guy's mad. Honey, do you know where her mouth has been on all of us? Now, don't make out with her ever again. But she goes home, tells her husband we're in an open marriage, and he's like, okay. There must be unicorns shooting out of that thing. Like, Brittany Zamora's had to be unreal. Oh, yeah. For that dude to go, and he did what then? I'm having an affair. Oh, that's terrible, but we can work it out. What's his name? What does he do? He's 12. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, I think we might be able to work this out. At least no damage was done. Is he... Prepubescent? No, he's hung like a 14-year-old. Okay, you're, you're making it worse. <laughs> I swear you'd think he was a junior. Ugh. Oh, all right, I'll stay. None of it makes sense to me. The whole world's gone topsy-turvy, but it's because we get too much info. We get all these stories from places that used to be local news, and now everybody finds out about anything weird. I'm glad. I'm glad it happens, but just too much. Let Lavernier's police sex scandal be in Tennessee only. And then maybe it sneaks out to a Tonight Show joke. They can and, handle it. And that's about all we need. But other than that, let's just calm her down. Uh, people are uh, emailing saying, John, did you see that the Cardinals have hired a new general manager already? It looks a little bit like a thin version of the guy they just fired. And that's because they're big on mistaken identity, the Cardinals. And you'll hear a lot of that coming soon. When uh, the Super Bowl leaves town, the mistaken identity thing is going to be a big deal because Sean Coogler and Steve Keim look a lot alike. I think this guy who just got hired as the Cardinals GM, who's a thin, bald, white man, my guess is they're going to try to fatten him up and say he was down in Mexico doing all the problems to try to protect Keim again because Steve Keim is going to be in big trouble soon. Monty. His name is Monty? Monty Fort. Wow. Do you speak English? Uh, That's a great name. They got him from Ikea. <laughs> we have to be the... Only town in the United States that has two Montes associated with our professional sports. It's not a common thing. We're over Montied. There he is. You could very easily see that the lady accusing Sean Coogler and then probably Steve Keim down in Mexico could say, well, it was Monty. And then he will say, I wasn't even there. Just more confusion with bald white guys. I just like, you know, the... The honeymoon phase. Great hire. Going to be great. Going to be awesome. Yeah. Three years from now. Yeah. Should have never done it. I hate this guy. <laughs> so they hired the guy from uh, Tennessee to be their general manager. And by the way, the nightmare in Tennessee, they had to fire their uh, general manager mid-season while they were at 1.7 and 4, I think. And then they well, that guy didn't do himself any favor. Well, no, I know. But, I mean, this is the guy that was underneath. This is the... Interim. Basically, the entire Titans front office was kind of a mess. Yes. They, they cleaned house, and the Cardinals picked up scraps. <laughs> scraps of a guy that a good team didn't want to be their general manager when they fired their general manager, and he was right there in line for it. So 
We'll see. Uh, you, do you trust any Cardinal hires at this point at all? It's a team you just look at and shake your head going, hey, your history is now official. Like, you guys will botch pretty much everything. There's not a whole lot to not screw up at all. So, man, what are you going to do? Well, Go Cardinal. cut his teeth in the uh, Patriots organization from 2006 to 2013 in scouting. and. But that's the thing. The, the Patriots tag on your resume is always going to push car- teams like the Cardinals into thinking you're something special. There's dummies who work for the Patriots. Yep. It doesn't mean just because you were like the, the, for the longest time, if you had any contact with Sean McVay, you were going to be the next great head coach. Cliff Kingsbury looked enough like Sean McVay's prototype that they thought, okay, he's got the little beard and he's young. This is it. This is what we're. This is what we hire now. There, there's no real like thought process to anything. They just hire what they think people will accept. Well, if, you know, the one thing for the Patriots is if you got any of your equipment staff, because they'll take the sword on anything. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's these, a good these guys, hire. Definitely. This guy might come in and just be the scapegoat for the whole Kyle Kugler situation, which still hasn't boiled over yet into the. The mess that it inevitably has to be. People forget there are sexual assault charges lingering over a coach for the Cardinals who says he wasn't there and didn't do it. I mean, he was there, but he said, I had nothing to do with this. And Steve Kime was there, and suddenly Steve Kime is like, oh, I'm too sick to work. I have to go in for medical. And they couldn't fire him. It's the, what's going on with the Cardinals right now has been a very quiet, hidden disaster. I mean, the Suns thing lasted a long time. This isn't much different than organizationally kind of being toxic to a point of uh, it can't even be explained. If you fired a guy for sexual assault charges the day after the assault charges were made, made it public, and then it turns out it's not him, oh my God. He's going to sue everybody in that building. I think once the Super Bowl leaves, they're going to hear more. I have a feeling that it's just basically the NFL saying, if we can keep this under wraps for three more weeks, we don't need this blowing up in the host city. So let's just act like everything's fine and just uh, overwhelm everybody with paperwork at least until March. We'll try to get this thing through February and go. But, man, and that Super Bowl, there it sits just a couple weeks away. And uh, the only thing everybody's talking about here is Airbnb and Verbos and (laughs) – My neighborhood that I have that rental house in is over there on 68th Street in McDowell. There's a guy renting his place out for $3,000 a night. Did he get it, though? I don't know I know there's a lot of people on that list, but... Uh, Look, just asking for it. If you get half of that, $1,500 a night is amazing. These are not like, you know, mansions. This is a a 1,900-square-foot, three-bedroom, regular, you know home it's there's nothing about it that will knock your socks off it's a nice place but it's not and they're getting like three and five and then they said that if you have a full house my uh i I knew a lady a long time ago uh her and her husband her husband jim used to work in radio um they had houses they had a house in arcadia and at spring training they would rent it to players for the full month and i said how do you do it and just get all your stuff out like it seems like such a pain in the ass you kind of literally move out for um but it was twenty five thousand dollars that they got for this guy to stay at their house for two weeks. It was a nice place. But, I mean, twenty five grand. Okay. Damn. That seems like I can take the books off the shelves for a couple of days and go stay in a, a hotel. But, yeah, they did it for like a month. It is tempting when you start thinking about, like, how much would my house go for? Mm-hmm. 
And people will tell you ten grand, fifteen thousand for you know four or five days. I'm like, oh, for the week, crazy. Yep. And with Phoenix Open and all that stuff, those those houses up by the those golf are course, crazy. I can't even imagine what that is. Those condos up there, the yeah. brand new condos. I just can't. I would have to buy all new beds. Yes, I couldn't go back into yes. if I rented my house to a group of people. I, I, I like if I have house guests, those sheets are gone forever. Like they use oh, yeah. them, and then no, I don't wash you, them. No, I throw them out. You basically build that in. Yeah, you talked about it five minutes ago. What if Megan and the cops show up? <laughs> right. What if what if what if Megan Hall shows up with her six cop friends and just treats your house and it starts? I mean, they got like, the cash. And you come back They're into filming stuff with Rico Blaze. Karchner Caverns hanging off the ceiling. Oh, it's just brutal uh, in there. Uh, and you're like, well, I did this to myself because greed always seems to get you. And if you're greedy about like, well, I got ten grand for the week and the wrong group gets in there. Like my house would be a party house. If people rented my place, they'd be like, oh, they got a whole game room and like a, a sports bar in the pool. back of this thing. And a, I don't know if they'd even swim in the pool. If they swim in the pool, they're... That, that's pretty they're coming brave. from Buffalo. Pretty they're brave. Swimming. Well, they'll do it for a joke. I don't know. They're just splish splashing away playing pool basketball. Water's not bad. <laughs> it's like forty-one degrees. I don't care where you're from. Eskimos aren't getting in the pool right now. But it's uh, you know, they would wreck it. Then my pool table, I'd always. It's got black felt. I'd take that thing off and always look at that that white can't get it off shot line across the felt I'm like i wonder what that is it's not pool chalk and it just will it stains the dip some dude zipped one across friendly fired over his girl's shoulder put it on my pool table and never washed it i couldn't do it i can't do it what would it take to get you out of the house to move out how much my number's stupid but well, i'm thinking about throwing all that stuff in i don't know Brady, I'm fat. 6K. 6,000 is it? For the week? You could, For the week? That's it? Man. You can get more You're than that. You're a bargain. And yeah, man. I'm going to put you up on the Verbo because it'll okay. go in a heartbeat. You go for six grand for the week. No kidding. You should do it then. That would be You'd rent that out in heartbeat at 6K. I don't know what Gilbert's getting. It can't be a ton. Well, we're out in Mesa, so yeah. we're so far away Yeah, you guys aren't going to get much. But, yeah. You'll get, you get something. Get somebody. Yeah. I'd do it for fifteen. That pays for our next trip to Thailand. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, I'd do twenty five k like that's your friends because it's a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, mine's mine's thirty to forty thousand. I wouldn't go. Brady's only going six. You are. The, we're also you're the Motel Six of Verbo. Yeah. You're that's cool. We'll leave the light on here. Now hold yeah. on. Let me. I know him pretty well. Uh oh. You know you can't stay with the new people. You'd have to leave. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, would okay. just you missed that part. He said you'd have to move out of your house. I thought house. I was hosting. No, no. You'd this is a strange family. Guest. Yeah, no, no, no. Come on in. Brady would do it for free if you just walked by with <laughs> You guys suitcases. are over here? These folks are in the front yard, and I was talking to them because that's what I do to people in the front yard. There'll be a continental breakfast every morning. Staying. Six grand is a, that's low. You should give it a run if, if your number's like that. That wouldn't be too bad for you. Yeah, it, uh. But now that I think about it, I don't have another place to stay. Uh, sure you do. Stay. You just go out to one of the places. There, nobody's staying in the hotels out there in East Mesa. Well, there's a problem. Oh, that's go to true. a hotel in East Mesa. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's no, – during the Super Bowl, there'll be people. But no, there's stuff out there by Falcon Field, whatever that Mesa Gateway Airport has. Hotel, nobody's staying out there. You can get in there for five days and, you know, pretend like you had a water leak.
But the bad thing is you got to get all your stuff out, mm-hmm. like all your clothes and. Yeah, you have to have that uh, storage box in yeah. your driveway, or to you hold, just lock the garage. But then you got to move everything into the garage yeah. and come back. And that is where mine is just a massive pain in the ass. Because I would clear that place out. I don't want ejaculate on any of my things. Oh, I might just get all new furniture and just move in, move out. That's not a bad idea either. Just go over and get all new furniture, let them wreck that, and then take it back. You got the pets. I got to go up on mine. Uh, yeah. I can't no, you, do this. You lowballed yourself. Just buy a bunch of Ikea furniture. <laughs> yeah. When that's you're it. done with yeah. it, just throw it away. Well, who's putting that together? Yeah, that's, well. Yeah, that's the problem. I'll just go to get used stuff. Let them shoot their wads all over that thing. Because that's what's going to happen. Your house is just going to be a sex emporium. Nobody. The Bogans aren't showing up for a Super Bowl. You're not getting that kindness. And even Brady's going to fire a couple of, uh, you know, one-way missiles. In a in a It'll house, be some spills. yeah, you're I mean, you're gonna you're even gonna do it, and you're gonna treat that place like it's amazing. I can't do it, but if somebody offered me that money, it would be hard to say no. And I'm watching the news last night. There's a thirty five thousand dollar place for the weekend up at Piestawa Peak. I'm like thirty five grand for two days. That's insane. You've earned the right to shoot your stuff all over my silverware and. Oh, in my glasses. Oh, they're putting it everywhere. That's, that's what I do. If I spend $35,000 to stay at somebody's house for the weekend, every drawer in the house is catching some of my DNA. How many porn videos are going to be filmed here that weekend? Oh, my God. That's true. Yeah. A lot. We're going to start seeing some stuff. You'll, you'll see that logo everywhere. <laughs> yep. And they've started the whole Super Bowl sex trafficking awareness deal. I still don't understand how that works. They kidnap people. They... They steal them, and then they travel them around like a circus. But why don't they just tell somebody? Like, if you're sex trafficked, like, let's say I steal Toledo. I've stolen you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, now you're going to be my bitch. And I've got a call, and Brett wants to hire you for sex. How come when you're alone in the room with Brett, you just don't go, I'm stolen, and I need your help? Yeah. I think they factor in drugs and money. people that are coming to... Play in your sex traffic games? You think they're going to be your hero all of a sudden? Well, people who get hookers aren't all underground dirty weirdos. No, but they know that they are in a compromising situation. They're not going to out themselves. But if a hooker, because I've been in Vegas, and if they started to talk to me about how I don't want to be in this, I've been kidnapped, I'd be like, let me help you. Oh, you're talking about just, you, you're you at a, a slot machine. Well, just hookers in general. But even if I hired, hired somebody. Sure, but even if I hired a hooker, the 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 least boner thing she can say to me is, I don't want to be here. I was stolen. I'm kidnapped. <laughs> True. <laughs> so eventually you're going to run into a guy like me who's like, yeah, I hired a hooker. And then she told me that she was kidnapped. She hasn't seen her family in three years. They drug her all the time. I mean, I don't understand why sex trafficking, immediately once you're kidnapped, you have to do they're it. They're convinced that they're just leveraged so much that you can't leave is the other option. That, but there's always. If you want to leave, there's only one way of leaving. In a coffin. Yep. Hey, I paid for this time. Get to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you're going to run into that guy. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're going to blow this guy. Maybe the next maybe the next customer will help. But wouldn't you just tell everybody? Help me? Because then you're not leaving in a coffin. I mean. I don't know how sex trafficking works. I mean, we works. have that. Uh, well, the, the scamming and the convincing, I think there is some of that. I mean, well, you look sure. at that documentary, the girl abducted by uh, Brother B for all those years. Well, that was grooming, though. And I understand that that's and, a thing. And there's, 
But how wizardly are all these pimps that they have thousands of people across the nation? That I mean, they're, they're saying that hundreds and hundreds of hookers are on their way to Phoenix. I can't imagine all of them are doing it against their will. And they, they call them all human traffic. You know, it's, I mean, the yeah. sex trade is not all – there's plenty of hookers doing it because they want to, right? So I'm not sure that all – so they're basically I saying – there are a number of professionals. Sure. If yeah. you participate in it, you're giving to the human trafficking thing. But they make the human traffickers seem like Mickey Mouse and Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just got spells over everyone. I don't I, – I'm, I'm not trying to sound like it's not real. I don't understand it. I understand why all of them just, normal brain. just don't go up to the guy at the Hyatt Regency and knock on the door and go, hi, I'm your whore, and I've got something <laughs> to tell you. I don't want to be here, and if you could help me, that'd be great. If not, I understand. I'm here for a job. We'll get that done. And then maybe after the BJ, what was that whole thing about you being kidnapped? <laughs> Let me help out. There and has you hear to the be whole something. you know Heidi Fleiss situation where all those <laughs> girls were making you know tons, tons of money. John, right now. Yeah. Give me the rates for everybody in the room. Yeah. You're sex trafficked, everyone in the room. I want Brett's rate, Toledo's a- rate, Brady's rate, and your rate. Oh, so I have – okay, so, so I have total control. control. You're the pimp. I yeah. have pimped out. Yeah. I own you three. Yep. I have put the spell on you three. You can't – We're on back page. You all realize that if you do this wrong, I will put you in a box and I will ship you into the ocean. Uh, let's see. Well, Brady's my fetish go. Yes. <laughs> Brady's my fetish bitch. You're a bottom bitch. Brady's my bottom bitch also. You're my fetish hoe. You'll do pretty much anything that people are into roly polies, and that's my guy. <laughs> Toledo's my uh, uh, cuck in a storm, basically. It's like uh, you can do whatever you want to this. Or you, make him watch anything. Yeah. You're the you're the, be the cop in Tennessee. Yeah, you're basically the <laughs> dude that takes it. Like whatever you want to do. You don't even have to ask. Ears are in play with Toledo. Brady will show up dressed as a clown. He'll show up dressed as like whatever you want. You want Alec Baldwin to open the door? Bang, bang. <laughs> Brady will do it. Brett is my danger, danger. <laughs> right. He shows up and you're not sure you're going to make it through this. Right, because he's tall. <laughs> yeah. Brett is, Brett's not only is – Toledo's going to get just plowed by fat, closeted homosexuals. <laughs> just bears will crush him. Brady will be the fun party boy. Like Brandon Lee used to do. Oh, <laughs> Brady's, yeah, Brady's in a spa. Like his head's the only thing sticking out of the spa, and it's just getting pounded. He's got two hands just like like he's keeping energy alive. And earn it. Yeah. And earn it. You earn it. That's why you're my bottom bitch. Yeah, you're, you're the earner. Toledo's in that quiet, weird room. The guy's just like, my whole life. And you just lay there with your face in a pillow thinking of other stuff. Be like the gimp from Pulp Fiction yes. and stuff. Just you show up. And you rail a fuzzy. Brett's there. He's he's putting it in. Brett's <laughs> Brett's doing the work. Brett's the hammer. Brett's the hammer. Like Brett's for the Brett's for the twinks that want to take it. <laughs> Welcome to the party, Brett. <laughs> Brady's whole night would be just a series of times he says, "What's that?" Like that, and just weird things are happening. He's just happy about. It. <laughs> yeah. Toledo, Brett here. Toledo is my corpse. So I'm charging probably for Super Bowl rates. Brady's seven fifty a pop. Brett's slow. <laughs> Brett's five hundred per man. Oh, geez. but he'll do a whole room, <laughs> smacking him around like you're abusive. Toledo's one fifty a night. As many as many D's as he can take. Oh, <laughs>
Because I'm asking you to do nothing but lay there like a corpse. <laughs> Just one after another. Brady, 750 uh, for the hour, but if it's a party, the tips are a necessity 100 per man. So, Brady, you could walk out. My bottom bitch is going <laughs> to – you are going to pull money. John, remember Warren Sapp's hookers asked for help. Look what happened yeah. there. Imagine it. They asked Toledo for money. asked for help with Warren Sapp. Those ladies weren't unhappy to be hookers because they ran to the news and went, we're hookers, <laughs> and we were in Warren Sapp's room as hookers. All they wanted was their $400. They weren't like, we're human trafficked, Warren, help us. And then he threw them out in the hallway. They just wanted their cash for a job well done. Just thought of something. So Brady gets double what two hookers get. Well, he's doing a lot of guys. A lot more. I mean, Brady is in a, Brady is in a frothing hot tub. Ugh. Two and hookers the, got 400 bucks to split. It looks like somebody puts Alka-Seltzer in the water. There's just bubbles everywhere. It smells like sisu trees and bleach. Brady's oh. <laughs> in a Speedo that's just off to the side a little. <laughs> God, I wish this was real. 750 John. What am yeah. I, paying by the pound? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you don't want the bottom bitch? You don't pay the bottom bitch price. It's just how it is. Tight. I'm sending a party girl to your house. Bitch better have my money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you asked, I gave you my prices. Toledo is the one that shows up in the sad days in. The guy who flew out for the Super Bowl just for the hookers. He has no interest in football. Don't worry about it, John. When that Liam Neeson call comes through about oh. your set of skills, you can just say, it's Toledo, take it. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you will be taken, and I'm not going to look for you. <laughs> Damn I'll, it. I'll just find another, Come on. I'll find another guy. <laughs> You'll look for Brady, though? Yeah. Toledo is that hooker that's been missing for three years. There's a poorly drawn picture of her at every post office and police station. And and they just they just kind of, nah, he's, that's it. It's crazy. But John, uh, you, th- you read about Elizabeth Smart. Remember, she recounted just being scared, brainwashed, and basically fully under yeah. that dude's control because he broke her but mind. She's, she but couldn't she do anything. she was like 13. Well, yeah, but she was 18 talking she about was that age. Well, she, I thought she was found a lot. For, okay, but yeah, but if you're doing that work from 12 to, to 18 or 12 to 17 or whatever, and they're just convinced of it, I, I know that the groom, but I mean, Isn't how much like um, how much time do these guys have is my point. Well, They've got, they have, the you'd have to have a school. isn't bringing in foreigners saying, hey, we can bring you to the United States. Sure. And it's the kids, well, there's, and that's where the trafficking happens. There's a load of that, and I understand that side too, but again- when they're on Dr. Phil saying I was trying, why didn't they just say that to one of the guys in the room? If they're aware of it all. And again, my question is, how long is this academy of brainwashing from age 12 to 16 to where they're just so under your spell? It doesn't seem like pimps and these guys have that kind of time. I don't know how it works. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I understand it's a real thing. I don't know how it works. And I guess you just get so locked up. And But then again, that's what all hookers, they get locked up in drugs and you know, the need for the money, and it's the only thing they can do. So that's you not, can't get out. Yeah, that's not sex trafficking. That is trapping yourself in a in a situation. And pimps scare you, and they chase you around and all that stuff. But isn't it as simple as just kind of going to the cops saying, The power of addiction. I don't want to do this anymore. Make you do right. these things. Like, but man. that's drug addiction. That's, yeah. like, that's not even sex trafficking. That's doing sex to keep your drug addiction alive. Well, that's you know, one of the methods that they use. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to be us normal folk have this seedy underground thing. Well, they drug them and then they train them. And I'm like, well, they don't have that kind of time. They, they, 
there, something's going on here we don't know. Because everybody's like, well, the powers of addiction. And all that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can't get that much for Toledo, trust me. Signed, Don. Oh, that's his ex-wife saying <laughs> 150 was shooting too high. We tried. Hi, I'm your doormat for the evening. There's eight of us. Okay. And then just one after another. Just playing on like he's a hippity hop. <laughs> you ride him now. Okay. Is he still awake? I think he's dead. John, remember, Brady's got that new belly button, too. Oh, that price right. just goes up. <laughs> oh, that, the belly button's in play, too. <laughs> that little reservoir. <laughs> that thing would be swimming. There'd be a beach ball floating in it. Yuck. But yeah, the hookers are on their way, and they're just going to constantly tell you about it. Here come the hookers. If you have one, you're just contributing to human trafficking. But I think a lot of hookers want to be hookers. I think there's also that, you know. I think there's a whole bunch of them. Paid like, yeah. for my school. There's a lot of hookers. I have a friend who uh, at ASU found this little portal accidentally through one of his interns. And she wanted a job. And he's like, well, we have no jobs to have. And she goes, well, would you like a sugar daddy? And he said, I don't understand what you're saying. And she goes, I was just seeing if you wanted a sugar daddy for the semester. Wanted to be a sugar daddy. And he's like, what does that entail? And she told him the price, what he gets for that price. And this and that, and she goes, and then, and so she kind of directs him to like seven or eight of her friends at ASU. That's how they're getting through school. There was no pimp. There was not. She was doing it herself. Totally normal. How was the price? It was reasonable. Four hundred bucks. Four hundred bucks per week Smo- or what? A visit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Smoke show. Yeah. And it's like, how do you say, like, this is something that's like she was happy as a clam. She was <laughs> bouncing around schools. Had tons of money. She was fine. She wanted to do it. She didn't call herself that. And if you go on those, well, I was at the Phoenix City Grill the other night, and there were a couple of prostitutes in there, and they seemed happy, too. (laughs) They had some big, fat Greek guy sitting at the bar. Clearly hookers. It was not making the uh, patrons or the employees of the establishment very comfortable, but real tall RuPaul-looking one, super slender, and then her big, fat Nisi Nash friend, and they were going to hammer this Greek dude. And they weren't quiet. Ooh, we're going to have fun tonight. Like, oh, man. Can I just get through my <laughs> this is good. bacon-wrapped shrimp Opa. before he shoots his tzatziki all over the oh. bar? <laughs> I like you. I like the juice. I shove it into your mouth. Don't, uh, don't do that in the bar, please. Yeah, I think a lot of prostitutes don't mind. You know? I think we all think it's so sad. and I think a few of them do it because they're like, eh, good cash. That, and that was that girl that I was talking about. She got to pick and choose her clients. So she'd get like, you know, a sugar daddy here and a guy here. And it was just, oh, and then the whole I've deal. I've got five clients. And you know what? The whole thing caved in uh, for my friend because he's like doing it. He was a single guy. Like, I don't want to look for chicks. And this is a college girl. And he's in his 40s. He's a college girl that's saying, it's going to cost me more to try to find a date. So he did it a couple times. She calls up. She goes, I have to cut off our relationship. She said, why? He said, one of my clients is going to buy me a place in Boston. She just spilled the beans. She's going to buy me a place in Boston, and uh, I'm going to live in that. And then I have to be his on-call girlfriend at all times. And it was like twelve grand a month. Oh, man. Plus free like room and room board, and board like a furnished apartment, benefits, Boston, and then uh, the only rule was she wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. 
Ugh, she had to live in Boston, though. Yeah, I know, but it's, being in Boston. Mm, remember but that. The, it's a, how easy is it to not have a boyfriend in Boston? You'd have to date a guy from yeah. Boston. Remember that porn star Danny we had? She would pick up, you know, 20 grand checks from Charlie Sheen Charlie and from well, others. Yeah, every that now was, and in, it was in an NDA that she wasn't supposed to disclose, right. but she did. That Charlie Sheen paid her to just show up and be a hooker at his house for. She's like, yeah, 20 grand. I'd do that every time. I'm like, he's got the AIDS. Yeah. You can work around it. Like, she was fine with it. I think what I'm saying is, and I'm an optimist, you know this, I'm a silver lining guy. Some of these hookers need to be left alone. Not all of them are in peril. Let it's work. a dangerous job. Let them work. Know. I think a lot of them need to work. It's been around for so long, you're not stopping it. Human trafficking is scary One of the weird, oldest professions. But not all of them are human trafficked. It is the oldest profession. Yeah. Now, selling sex for money uh, or for goods and service is the oldest thing. John, you didn't mention that the madam of the house is also on the menu. So what for that uh, oh, sweet me? Mac Weldon ass? Well, with that cost? you get a piece of this ass. You are. <laughs> I think this guy's asking. All right. You're talking to the madam, then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's going for about five grand. It's up there. And it is. And that's me. Time limit. And that's me pumping you up. I'm dig. I'm like I'm dig dug. <laughs> you want in this thing? A pretty penny. <laughs> no less. Going to Thailand, and we're gonna get married. Now you get the girlfriend experience. I'll give you for ten thousand dollars. I'll spend the night uh, multiple times, and I'll make you breakfast. <laughs> I'll definitely. I'll hold you and all that. <laughs> but that's a uh, that's a pricey one. For prostitution. The madam was always pricey. Madam's always expensive. That's why she owns the place. That's Dolly. Yeah. If you go over to uh, Microsoft and you bang some of the employees, it's going to be cheaper than hitting Gates. Oh, yeah. You know? If Bill Gates is on the menu, you know you're spending extra. That's me. If I was you, I'd go for the Toledo Brett dual experience where Brett just beats up Toledo and then has sex with you. And that's just something you just watch. And just, <laughs> just like old times. Just, yeah, just, just, just trashes Toledo around the room. Just helpless, oh. like he's just like he's chucking a bag of Wonder Bread around under the walls. Uh. Gives him the good for it, and then he looks at you like you're next. And, you're, and that little twink's going to get so excited that angry Those Italian bread. Remember, berries are so sweet. <laughs> it's awesome. I like my new brothel. <laughs> And Brady, that's a good number for you because you figure seven fifty for you to just pop by. That's pretty good. And then there'll be multiples, <laughs> and, you, and you'll love it. It's going to be good food, clean dudes. Like I'm sending you to the good places. You're the you're my Brandon Lee. You're my party boy. Dexter says, "Oh man, five k too much." Five k. Well, yeah, but that's disappointing. All right, well, that's there's options. You can there take you, yeah. you can take one from Brett. You can have a party boy, or you can uh, you can sadly dismiss Toledo from the existence of Earth. <laughs> Might as well just do a couch cushion. Toledo just lays and 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 crying is extra. If Toledo starts to cry, it's another three hundred. Just yell at me, I won't cry. It'll be four fifty, and or you know, the daddy experience we'll call it. <laughs> Toledo only does it with older gentlemen who could possibly be his father. <laughs> Human trafficking. See, it's it brings great joy to a Super Bowl city. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't understand how it works, so don't get on my ass. Well, human trafficking is a real problem. I understand that, but I don't think we really know what happens. Because Brady, no. I think Brady and I have the same exact – when you were saying, it's like, well, drugs are powerful. and they're, Yeah, but I don't, I'm not so sure they take all the time to get you addicted to drugs, put, up, you, know, put you through a school of yeah, how you're going to be expensive. brainwashed. It's just it's, 
it's not time is money. You That's get, a lot of overhead. You take them to a town they're not supposed to be in, and you set them loose, and you're like, I got my eyes on you. But still, once I'm in a room with someone else, like, eh, I don't want to be here. Or at least run, like give it a try. The last thing for me, the last thing I can handle is somebody saying, "I'm watching you, and if you disobey me, I'll kill you." Like, all right, now off you go. Like the second I'm free, if I'm not shackled to him, I'm running. Yeah. And maybe I get caught, but it's still at least I tried, and so I get killed. How did I get into this pickle in the first place? Well, also like that guy that brought up Elizabeth Smart. She was I looked it up. She was 14. Yeah. So, I mean, she's a little intimidated. Yeah, of course. But yeah. that's the thing. They don't have years to yeah. work on them. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we all have a full understanding of what it is. But, boy, the news wants to let you know, like, oh, it's a huge problem and you're doing it. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I would never get a hooker in the first place. It's just creepy. I like talking to them. I think they're funny. I, I, their lifestyle confuses me beyond belief. The Vegas ones, I mean, all I think about is what's going on down there at 3 in the morning that you're like, all right, I'll go get another one. I mean, what man <laughs> is all yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, another one. What, what in the world is, like, in there? You know? Another one. It's 4 in the morning. I get two more hours on my shift. That'll make eight dudes tonight. Hopefully, oh. hopefully I, uh, you know, he's not going to feel that. It's John, gross. John, I got a couple of weeks to get my budget together. I got to ask, does Brady take EBT? <laughs> I, don't know. I know what that is. Uh, uh, he's no, a high price. No, yeah. Toledo will take your EBT. <laughs> In fact, for an extra hundred, we'll dress Toledo up like Brady <laughs> for your EBT card. And he'll have the little cube on his phone for EBT swipes. You only have $28 on your EBT card. So Brady's kink is being a foodie, John? So am I paying for the catering too? Brady's kink is whatever's going on at the party. <laughs> Brady just likes people. We're having a little party. All right. And he'll take a look at the spread. You got to feed him. You have that's part of it. Like part of the party is the spread. Brady right. just Brady likes a get together that he's invited to. He'll he'll be flattered you invited him. And let alone paying him. It's like an appearance fee. That's fantastic. All right, John. Where's the HMS OnlyFans account? I'm ready to roll. Yeah, this would be pretty solid. We'd make a couple bucks on this. Thanks, Gerald. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. And Brady would, I can just hear Brady. Oh, jeez. Rainbow <laughs> wig. You guys are queers. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, just getting just trucked. Whoa. Every direction. <laughs> God, what are those balls? That hurt. Correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you want to, all right, go ahead. The chlorine's making me all weird and chafy. Oh. <laughs> we need more Earl. Those were good goggles. <laughs> yeah, little goggles. I picture you in goggles, a rainbow wig with the biggest smile on your face ever as these guys start to pile in. Winter, what's, this is a great party, you guys. Those pinwheels are the best I've ever... <laughs> Human trafficking, uh, the morning show is solid. So what are you gonna do? I don't know how it works, but we're getting now the downtown. All the all the ads are on the buildings; they're going up. Super Bowl Fifty Seven is ready to go. That's what it is, right? Five seven. Yeah. L V one one. Yeah. It's uh. So the downtown area is starting to kind of shape up for Super Bowl stuff. It's exciting, but like, I don't know. As a citizen, as a resident, 
I'm kind of like, ugh, it's going to kind of suck here for a couple of weeks. You know? Well, with Barrett Jackson, yeah, uh, open all the Super Bowl stuff, and, and it's going to be restaurants are going to be douches left and right. And douches. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, all the, that North stuff. North Scottsdale, I actually finally feel for you. This is a disaster. Well, you give me 30 grand for my house, there's a boatload of okay with that. I don't know. Seems like too good to be true, but they're saying you can get it. It ain't a bad idea if you know where to go. If you've got a place to stay, a couple of friends, you know, will take you in for the week. You give them a cut of it. If you're getting a thousand bucks a night, you give a couple, a couple hundred dollars of that to your friends. And then you got to pay taxes, and I don't know how any of that works. Uh, somebody wants to know how much for Black Lady Brady. What's the price for that? <laughs> oh, well, okay. First off, uh, we're a classy operation. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to blackface Brady. <laughs> Out loud. There <laughs> it is. We have a no cameras tonight. It's platinum. I'm going to go come through with those weird little lockable things. You put your yep. phones in, no yep. cameras. And now I'm going to the Brady party. And yes. I'm off limits, but I'm the guy in the corner with the gun. <laughs> Any photos go off. I will mash your phone into the earth. This black lady Brady comes in there. Ooh, it's humid in here. I'll get them some hot tub. Turn them in. You'll have those ziplocked uh, phone bags. <laughs> yeah. Party. Polish up that profile. Oh. John Barrett Jackson starts Monday. Those dudes are loaded with cash for cars. Let's get ourselves up and we'll just buy yourself a new hoop day, didn't you? You got yourself a hoop day at that Barrett Jackson thing. I used to go to school with a man named Barrett Jackson. He was a nice man. Anyway, let's get these white dicks out and start the servicing, huh? <laughs> Ooh, yours are so white and yellow like a lemon dog. Who wants to give Black Lady Brady a golden shower, huh? And shoot that lemonade all over my beautiful rainbow wig. John, I heard you describe it years ago. All I've ever pictured in Brady as a sexual fetish is him in that Bumblebee Girl outfit. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you can dress him up for anything. That's Brady's fetish guy thing. He's, you want the Bumblebee Girl from Blind Melons video? <laughs> Coming to your door. <laughs> Got the boombox with yeah. Cusack yeah. and everything. <laughs> All I can say is that my little... <laughs> Ooh, Lord, what do you got back there, little white man? Next, I don't even feel that. Like a fly landed on my bottom. <laughs> you tickle. That's adorable. Damn. Put another one in there. Let's see how many we can get up in there. Like, a, like we're packing up an Oscar Mayer wiener package. Let's see if we get six of them in. I can do it. <laughs> I can't unseed Brady in the blind yeah. melon outfit yeah. now. Oh, no, no. It's, it's not easy. I'm here for your uh, party. It's a down <laughs> night. Yeah. Guess who's got this year's <laughs> Night of the Singing Dead costume? <laughs> I'm order that right now. He did it a couple years ago, but it was just in a Steelers jersey. Right. Just, just this playing in the background on a loop while Brady just gets hammered. You can see it like if it was a movie, slow motion, just jump cuts from like like Rocky's punches. His eyes are closed, spits flying out of his mouth. Now get out of here. And just stand in the hallway with cash. Sweet. You know the lead singer is banned. That's pretty awesome. A fun fact on the way out. Wow, that's awesome. You're the best, sir. Oh, that's a big one. Wow. This is extra fluff. Okay. All right. All right. Oh. Oh. Well. You're good. Yeah. 
Wow. All these noises. The tips. What do you want me to do with it, Doug? Let's get up there. Okay. All right. There we go. That's the one. Uh, oh. That's my boy. <laughs> anyway, I'm tired of uh, simulating sex with Rainbow Brady. There it is. The bee costume. <laughs> Shows up at the house. Buzz, buzz. My name's Brady. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. buzz. <laughs> I'm a little bee. And I need some honey in my mouth. <laughs> Will you cover my feet in pollen, please? <laughs> so I can carry it to the next flower and help that flower Fixed grow. Stoma. All right. Thanks, guys. With your feet. That would be the weird part <laughs> at the end of the night. The delivery Brady's little crusty feet as he's leaving the hotel room. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you later. All right. See ya. Stuck in his Crocs. Go Bungles. <laughs> okay. I don't know who's, who's team you're here for. I've been sex trafficked. I need help. Bumblebee Brady is a great one. That's seven fifty, but you got to pay for the costume rental too. So that's oh, yeah. on top of the fee. Seven fifty is his base. To the number. Yeah, take it to the base. There's a couple of twinks who haven't, a couple of subs who haven't uh, fired over, but Brett's price is reasonable as well. <laughs> Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our boys over there at Action Ride Shop. Action Ride Shop's a place to be now because, I mean, if you're thinking about heading up north, they are getting the powder up there. Oh, the snow yeah. is re- – and more today. Yeah. Chris was sending us pictures all day yesterday. They got like 28 inches so far. Huge. And they're expecting another foot like oh. today or last night. Yeah. That's crazy. Ian Schwartz uh, up there Saturday, Rescuing Sunday, people. and yesterday. And, I mean, it was just piles of snow. Ridiculous. You can't get in and out of there. They were showing on the on the news the trucks going by, how fast they disappear from your view. Like it's oh, like yeah. 10, 15 feet, they're gone in a foggy, snowy haze. Like there's no reason to drive around in that. Go get them, everybody. Absolutely. But uh, if you need to head up there, Action Ride Shop's got you covered to get, take care of all your snow needs. Plus, of course, they got the mountain bike side too. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to get all your details. Uh, on the list, we've got uh, Queensryche, Trivium, Knocked Loose, Pantera Clutch, Gojira, Beastie Boys, Kill Switch Engaged, The Cult, Ministry. In this moment, horror just came through, too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that'll happen. Uh, Casey Chinazaz says, after you finish on Brady, uh, he swaps sauce back with you. Here's your hot sauce basket. Nice job. Thanks for being a good client. Sauce for sauce, they call it. Oh, snowball. Tell your friends. Yeah. One eight seven seven sauce for people. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. Black Lady Rainbow uh, Wig Brady B is here. Give her a referral bonus. You've been sauced. Yeah. You've been. <laughs> Here's proof of our encounter. Uh, knocked loose. Is I don't that want the knocked loose. Band or yeah, that's a, that's a band. Oh, yeah. Geez. Uh Sabotage is jumping off that list for me. Don't know why. We'll play that later. How about uh, wow. You want to make the Queensryche fans happy? I don't know. It's a good song. That's a great song. Just One Fix is solid, too. I like Ministry. Yeah. All right, we'll go with Ministry, Just One Fix. That'll work for today. And again, we're on a short week, so you can start prepping for all your Verbo and Airbnb needs. I wouldn't even stay in an Airbnb, let alone my house become one. I just can't imagine what people do to them. Ugh. There's a place uh, near my house. It's a big, giant house up on the side of the hill. Huge. And the people who bought it remodeled it and then just made it an Airbnb party house. And there was neighbors 
you know, screaming and yelling about, I can't have this, can't have this. The guy was pulling six grand uh, during spring training every week. He'd have four four nights, six grand a week minimum, just ripping it up. And uh, finally had to sell it because of the pressure from everybody else. I bet you he made in a year and a half with the, you know, six grand minimums and probably pulling 25 for, because this thing is 6,000 square feet. It's got an observatory. It's just amazing. I bet you he was 100, 100 grand easy and just rentals. Easy. On that thing, and he didn't even own it, and he bought it for dirt. He probably put three hundred into it. I bet you the whole thing probably cost him a million bucks. And for the year and a half he was there, he got an extra hundred, more than that. But he didn't live there. It was, no, that was his business, basically. Yeah, maybe. I mean, geez, if you start looking at it, he might have pulled like two or three out of that. Because I know for uh, when the Phoenix Open was here, the thing was listed at forty grand for the week. Yeah, and there were people there, and yeah. he allowed parties, and he rented it out at night. And he, uh, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. I, so I can't, I don't know. I, that's the way it, you'd have to do it like you run a hotel. You could never live there. The place is awesome, though. I think it's for sale again. But it's the, I, the, the neighborhood has kind of put their foot down on as bad as it was getting. There was parking, like 25 cars a night. And these Ooh. people were up there. And it's got this giant deck. It had to be a 3,500-square-foot deck on top. And you could hear it from my house, which is probably a quarter mile away. Boom, 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 boom. It was going. Tuesdays, boom, boom, boom. Companies wow. would rent it out. It was nuts. So there's tons of money to be made doing it, but I just, I don't know. Not in my house, because you know that was just a slime. It looked like Nickelodeon was in there. when. The, I feel sorry for the Gloria that had to go in there and mop up that place the day after. Yeah. So what about hotels, though? I mean, you know what's happening in those beds. Yeah, but they're cleaned every day. And you can sue somebody and call the front desk and change rooms if you find anything gross. See me? Yeah. My problem with with Airbnb is that you get there and if there's, you know, DNA all over everything, you can't, you call the owner and you're like, I want a new room. You can't do it. You're stuck. If it's gross, you're stuck. It's not worth it. And the pictures of Airbnbs online are like pictures of chicks on Bumble. It's fake. It's filtered. It's filtered and none of it's real. You're going to walk into something that's a lot less impressive than it was online. That's for sure. I don't know. What are you going to do? You want to do a ministry right there? All right, ministry. Just one fix. Uh-oh. That just came through. There's Brady. Oh, my God. Somebody already put Brady's head on the blind melon girl with his mouth open like a sex doll. All right, I'll post that one. Seven fifty. pay for the costume, $100 tip per man uh, minimum. Hundred dollar tip per tip, per tip, yes, okay. per tip, yeah, right. per per contact with tip. Hundred dollar tip immediately, and I'll be there with a gun to make sure my bottom bitch is taken care of. <laughs> I got your back, darling. Don't you worry about me. I traffic. I, the bitches I traffic get treated right. Damn. Damn. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. 
but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Tuesday morning. Before we get to the Brady Report, I don't know if you saw the thing that was going on here. Evidently, this is an issue. And we are a radio station for the people. Providing a public service, Brady. There's dudes chucking Molotov cocktails at people at restaurants. Have you seen that? No. Right on Highland, uh, or not on Highland, but the, the Postino Highland on Scottsdale and Camelback, eh, thereabouts. Uh, just chucking Molotov cocktails. And there was another one up, um, like Tatum and, and it was like Scott, maybe Shea, something like that. I forget what restaurant it was. People just sitting there in cars would drive by and they're throwing them into the parking lots and blowing them up. Jesus. And they're throwing them at uh, Teslas and electric vehicles because can't put the fire out. So they had to get a bunch of sand. What's the matter? No, just uh, no. That's a smile. Oh no, 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 no. What is the Italian guy smiling about with the Molotov cocktail? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I heard. Is that the face you make when you hear about uh, (laughs) random rogue Molotov cocktail tossings? Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh, Unimaginable is the word I'm looking for. Hope you got insurance, pal. So on my next door app, some guy goes, "I don't know if anybody's seen this, but." uh, Teenagers have decided that this is now a thing. And I'm like, I don't know if that's – but I don't know that they ever caught them. They're looking for leads and stuff, but they're chucking them at cars. And then my favorite comment was a lady who said, uh, I pray to God every night to end this entire thing. It's time. Wow. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. A couple random crimes and this lady wants the whole thing to go. You think a Molotov cocktail's bad? Wait till you see that thing Jesus has planned. From all that I read, it's not pretty, and there's a lot of fire. And the torch us all, and all that. You're talking about me, lady. If you found the Lord, you can go up. It's risky. Too risky. I might have skipped a rule. I'll take a couple Molotov cocktails from some assholes throwing them at empty Teslas before I'll take the wrath of your God just because you don't want to go to Postino and run the risk. I'm not going to Postino and maybe get something thrown at me. I just wish God would torch the planet. Bring the rest. Yeah, that is less violent than, you know, the terrible act of throwing Molotov cocktails. But she would like to see the entire planet obliterated because of this. I don't understand those people. But boy, she Postinos, man. It's, you know. <laughs> it is. It's her wine yeah. 30. You know what I mean? That's just the mentality of somebody I will never understand. I, my aunt does that sometimes. She talks about that. I pray the Lord. He comes and takes us all away and burns this place to the ground. Because of a guy who beat up someone? Yes. There's too many bad people. I'm like, we're far outweighed by good people. You just don't ever hear that news. For such a positive outlook, you people are sure ready to torch this dump. Everyone has their uh, limits, John. I guess. A place they weren't at, hearing news of a thing that didn't affect them. That's where they want the entire planet to burn down. That's a lunatic. I wanted to go on there and comment, but again. Next door op has dropped me. Probably just got her Tesla. 
Like, this is right. going to happen. Yeah. And that's the news's fault, too, for telling you, you know, Tesla's that light on fire don't go out. So they had to, and wisely, somebody went and got a bunch of sand and poured it on the Tesla because they're like, it doesn't go out with water. Can't do it. So they sanded it out, which is pretty smart. But if you're chucking Molotov cocktails around parking lots in Scottsdale, I think you're like Jake Paul or something during that march. I'm pretty sure you're one of those guys that attacked that piano store over in Scottsdale and Camelback. Not a whole lot of real fear involved in that. But I hope I, you know, maybe that lady's right, but two isolated incidents of this, and I'm not really, I'm not ready to shut her down quite yet. That lady has uh, a privileged life to think that two random crimes means the whole thing should close up. As she's typing away on her iPhone 14. Life is, life is harder than it's ever been. Click, I just ordered light bulbs. <laughs> bring another charcuterie board over here. <laughs> I should order one. I have a charcuterie board. Then don't ring the bell. I don't want to speak to you. Leave it. Special instructions. Just leave it. Don't ring bell. <laughs> oh, life is so difficult nowadays. I repeat, the easiest time it has ever been to exist on this planet is today. We have porch pirates. Yeah. We have <laughs> all of my deliveries that I'm too lazy to go get that are delivered within minutes of me hitting a button. Are stolen on occasion, I hear. Never on my world, but I would like the Lord to torch this dump. It's just getting good. We're about to have hover cars. We got all these, you know, this is a great time. Sure, there's some wackos out there, but that's not different than any other time we've been around. I always want to tell people who say that, I'd like the Lord to end this. My aunt. I'm like, you think it was better in uh, Nazi Germany? You think a lot of people thought that was uh, it was time probably or had that feeling? Oh, how about the plague? Do you think that was the time? Oh, what about like, uh, you know, when uh, everybody was dying in Chernobyl? You think those folks thought, man, this is probably it. You're just personally affected. There's, it's never been different except for convenience is at an all-time high. And when things are this convenient, we take for granted how convenient things are. So any setbacks or adversity make us feel like the whole world's coming to an end. Dude's chucking Molotov cocktails at parking lots. That's pretty bad. But it's no different than anything else that's going on. And ask every black person in New York City in the 50s and 60s about Molotov cocktails and Brett's family. They were floating around like, you know, lightning bugs. They were everywhere. Bronx Tales, Saturday Night Fever. It was the answer to every problem was a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever has (laughs) Molotov cocktails in it. It's a dancing movie. (laughs) They couldn't get around it. It's too culturally appropriate. A couple of idiots being idiots, and they did a lot of damage. But And I definitely want them caught. But it's not time to call your lord down to torch all of us. That's worse. You want... That that gangster to come rolling in and fire up the building, moron. But I do enjoy reading those comments. I am I am truly the person who lives the life. I'm here for the comments now. <laughs> I just I can't possibly care. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news that isn't Molotov cocktails, or maybe uh, it's called the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. You can head to Hooters for lunch today. Get two dollars off any ten piece wing order. Ten piece wings. Get $2 off. That's what I'm saying. You take a couple bucks off for every 10 you get, you get two off. And they're right there at Hooters. Easy enough. And you get your Hooters and your Bud Light and the beers of the month. They got all sorts of stuff, not to mention the incredible Hooters girls and staff. It's just a good place to go to lunch. Head there today and say thanks for this Brady Report, Hooters. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Customer Service Day. That's right. A couple of baseless fun facts. 
Goodnight Moon was originally going to be called Goodnight Room. Oh, saying goodnight to the stuff in the room? Yeah. Pilates was started at an internment camp. Yeah. German athlete named Joseph, Joseph Pilates. His wife, Romana. They were locked up in, by the British. Came up with a way for his fellow German inmates to exercise when they're sick and stuck in bed. Yep. It's magic, by the way. Pilates is life-changing if you can tolerate the moves. They are difficult to do correctly. They'll, they'll, they'll float you through a few of them at one of those local purple gyms, the Barney gyms, as Jay calls them. Uh, but uh, you get into the real stuff, it's no joke. I remember that lady, Sherry. Megan used to train at that place, and she, she could flagpole herself sideways. She was so physically fit. I think she was 50. Wow. And she would grab a, like a stripper's pole. And then just push her body up, straight sideways. up, sideways. That's all wow. core, isn't it? The it's hundred percent. But I don't know how, how. I don't even know how gravity works to where you can do that. And she'd sit there for a second, and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, her her core was amazing. IKEA is an acronym. The IK is for the founder's initials, Ingvad Kamprad. The E is for Elmtarid, which is the farm he grew up on in Sweden. And the A is for a Gunyard, huh? which was his home village. Oh, boy. Is this real? Yeah. Madonna's coming to town. We just got this printed up. Wow. You go see Sun her. City, where's she playing? Go see 60-year-old Madge. With that weird new butt. Have you seen her She's new ass? New oh, her whole body is different now, and it well, is I not. I know her face is. The highly anticipated... Star-studded video paying homage to her groundbreaking film, Truth or Dare, to be at the Footprint Center July 22nd. It's right around my birthday and right around your birthday. Guess what? Uh, Here's The video will feature notable names like Diplo, Judd Apatow, Jack Black, Lil Wayne, Bob the Drag Queen. Boy, that dropped off fast. So it's a video? (laughs) (laughs) I knew everybody up till then, and that was like gone. No, no, there's a concert, but there's a huge video, like a movie for that, too, on top of it. Kate Berlant, Larry Owens, and Meg Stalter. Hmm. So there's like a movie and then a concert. But the movie's not that long. If you want to go see Madonna. I hope not. Tool around in her weird new butt. That's Bob the Drag Queen? Yep. That looks like Black Lady Brady. That's exactly how I'd address Brady. Ooh! Hmm. Okay. Well, you can go see that July 22nd. Tickets on sale soon. Madonna. Dragging her <laughs> old ass downtown. You'll hear all about it today, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, there's going to be. Ian Schwartz. <laughs> Will the gays be excited? <laughs> oh, yeah. Aren't they still? Are they she... still? I don't know if Madonna's She's still. a diva. I think Lady Gaga just kind of well, took let's it. let's run down the her. hall and ask. Yeah, go down to KDKB and see if they're, <laughs> is there. I didn't hear any. Hang on, let me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they just found <laughs> out. Just they the just word. found out. Just got the word. Oh, yeah. Down the hall. Those are the heads of the KDKB employees. Someone on Reddit posted a photo after they stayed at a Marriott in Florida, and there was a sign on the mini fridge that said they'll be charged fifty dollars if you put any of your own stuff in it. <laughs> They're saying it could be a trend; some of the hotels might be charging you to save your stuff in yeah. their mini fridge. Yeah, is it the chargeable mini fridge? Because a lot of places will have the mini fridge that's stocked, and then the empty fridge that you can put your stuff in. Oh. Yeah, I know how that. I mean, because anytime you move anything, then you get right. Charged, it's all but, weighted, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying um, 
they're wondering if it is just the fridge that they allow you to store stuff in. Right. Um, Marriott hasn't commented. Maybe if you, because it is kind of gross that people would put food in there and then if they got to clean it, there might be a cleaning fee. If they do charge, one person mentioned, you can, there's a hack to get around it. Call the front desk and tell them you need a fridge to store your medication. Ah, brilliant. They'll probably let you use the mini fridge or bring in another one for bring in a second one that doesn't charge you and you can put your sodas in that. So you don't have to pay $12 for a can of Coke. I don't know if you saw the uh, On Patrol Live. Oh, did I? Did you see the 45-year-old guy, Shane Osborne, was arrested on Saturday for letting his toddler carry a loaded gun? It was crazy. So they get a call, and the downstairs neighbors in this dumpy apartment say there's a little boy in a diaper wandering around with a gun. And they're, and the cops go up to this guy, and they're like, we think it's up here. Go up and knock on his door. And there's a the baby answers the door, and he's like, he's five. He was huge. He's in a diaper, and he's walking around, and they're banging. And then the guy finally comes out, and they're like, hey, we got to report that this guy, pointed to the little kid, is walking around carrying a gun. He goes, we don't even have a gun. He's like, you don't have a gun? He goes, no, I don't know. He might have had a toy or something, but I, you know, I, I've been, he said he had COVID or whatever. He said, I'm sick and whatever. They leave, and another neighbor goes, I have it on video. And there's a baby in a diaper pointing a, I don't know if it was a 45 or a 9 or what it was. It's silver. And he's flashing it and just, and he's knocking on other doors. Oh, man. With his hands behind his back. And people saw him. It was crazy. They got video. They got all there's this stuff. There's a 15 stuff. magazine round in the gun. In it. Oh. But it wasn't pulled back. It didn't have it racked. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. So they go back up and they're like, hey, we got video of your son doing this. And he blamed his brother. Or but, is, uh, yeah, well, they found it. They found it in a, a secretary. Um, so they opened this thing up. It's an, those old-fashioned accordion fronts, and the gun was put in that in the corner. Only an adult could have done it. Like the yeah. kid couldn't even reach. I don't yeah, know, how he said did it, it wasn't end? his own gun, but my cousin has yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. It was his cousin. How did they uh, resolve that? Did they find out anything else? Because that kind of just ended. They're uh, investigating further on whether or not the gun, you know, came from his apartment yeah. and. Every time you're in charge of them, so he might get a neglect. Oh, they, they tra- I think they took the charge. kid that night. Yeah. Because they're like, we can't have this. Because the, the bigger story was the kid was just wandering around Jesus. at night, let alone having a gun. It was weird seeing a kid that big in a diaper, and then he's pulling a gun out. And now it's time for some pee-pee poo-poo news. All right. Whee! Hello, my friends. Brady Bogan, and this is your pee-pee poo-poo news. Whee! Out of Stuttgart, Germany. Scientists have figured out a way to combat global warming using our pee and poo as fertilizer. We're not doing that already? Cuts down uh, not so much. Oh. No? They're talking about really stepping it up, like taking it right from the sewage yeah. and then start spreading the crops. Um, like when you go to the uh, PetSmart and try to get a goldfish. Yes. Just net it out, yep. carry it yep. over to a bucket, and then send it off to the authorities. They said a lot of the stuff that we... Um, eat and does not translate into the soil or the plants, so it's a very clean fertilizer, a lot of the chemicals. Or? Uh, it also cuts down on the CO2. Hey, those, uh, putting out yeah, we could just 25%. Go take, like, a in the field if you, like, just cut out the middleman. Can't be any worse than the way the dairy, or dairy queens, the dairy farms do down in Gilbert, where they have those giant tubes full of Cow poop. Ugh. They just fill. Yeah, that's you know I 
would have assumed we were using our sewage for something. Why not? Why not chuck it into the fields? What do you do with all the rogue tampons and toilet paper, though? They're filtered uh, they, out. They handle it's it. Basically How do you taken... filter that? you got to hand filter a, that. Yeah, it's a rake. A screen, There's yeah. a rake in there, John. A screen's yeah. going to stop the poo. No, 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 no it'll no. get it, through there. It mashes it'll up break in it the water. Down. Liquefy it. Oh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> boy, oh boy. they got a food processor. Ah, so if they're food processing, they're ah. food processing the toilet paper and rogue tamps, too. There's a way to separate it. I'm not sure what. Yeah, they're not yeah, blending. your hands. You two act like a couple of experts, but you, go they ahead and filter. They got this, filter. bro. You've, toilet paper would filter through just as easily as poo. Oh, uh, yeah, the toilet paper would disintegrate. Then they triple filter it, like like making vodka, you know? <laughs> you don't you know, know. Like that. Like this idiot over here acts like he knows something. Correct. <laughs> check the tape. Yeah, check it. I don't believe that that is a... Uh, Thing you can filter out pure. You'd have a lot of toilet paper glop in the in the fields that you'd probably have to. But I guess that's it's disintegrate. So except for baby wipes, you're not supposed to flush those because those don't go away so quick. Even when they say flushable, plumbers will tell you don't do it. Someone asked a question: Do beavers fart in the woods? Yeah. Yes, they do. And this is a video from England proving mm-hmm. that beavers fart in the woods. You have a video sure this is it? of a beaver uh, farting. So sure, it is. A quick, cute little. No, no questions on a lot of other stories. Yeah. But you curate a video yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. for this one is beaver farting. Fact. All right, you have it. Yeah, I got to pull it. Up. All right. Is this? This is going to be so anticlimactic. It's yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. By the well, last, why are we showing it? Yeah. All right, turn off the music. Here we go. Beavers farting. Ugh. I'm listening to Beth for a minute. Okay, Brady. I've had it. And bubbles. <laughs> All right. Come on. That was your Come favorite on. part. I knew that would be your favorite part. <laughs> that was a good tune one, into Mr. Izzy Beaver. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. At my house, God. when a beaver farts, somebody has to stand in a corner for five minutes. <laughs> well, usually... <laughs> uh, I know. I caused it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just ignore it. It can't be ignored. It has to be something we acknowledge. And you stand in the corner like the Blair Witch for a minute. Let's reset. It's not my fault. It is your fault. Control that thing. But you pushed air. I didn't push air. I push air all the time. That is not my fault. It is, though. No. To use a Brady term, it was penile mist. A lot of people have, like, good morning sunshine or live, laugh, love or... Uh, the Bogans established 2010 in their bedrooms. Mine says, no beaver farts. <laughs> uh, oh, good morning. Yeah, no kidding. The sun just shows. Yeah. And blasting through the window in like a second. Holy cow. Three dudes from New York are behind bars after the police caught them hiding 83 pounds of marijuana behind a dumpster. Because one of the guys called 911 on the other two guys. They're all three in a car. Nice. The one guy, uh, Siki Wang, he's 30 years old. He made the call to 911, said there are people in his car with marijuana, and he wanted them to get out, but they refused. Troopers arrived there, and the two men, 29-year-old Zhai Ming Yang and uh, 29-year-old Di Ho Yu, they're both from Flushing. Um, no, they weren't. <laughs> Not originally. 
They searched. They found a flushing name. Frushing. (laughs) They uh, checked out the car. They found duffel bag with marijuana, vacuum sealed and vacuum sealed bags. They just pissed off the wrong member of the crew. Well, because he was running counterfeit money. Right. And they probably. He's like, I don't want dope in my car. Get out. And they didn't leave. So they went back to his house and they found uh, $120,000 in counterfeit money. And multiple duffel bags back at the Yang's place. Yeah. Yang's place. This fall on Fox. <laughs> There's a dude uh, they're looking for in Texas, a uh, guinea pig breeder. Careful. Sorry, Brad. Jeez. Unbelievable. Because he's dropping dozens of guineas on the roads in Texas. All right. All right. <laughs> Brady calls a guinea pig breeder just an Italian family, a man with kids. It's one of those guinea breeders. Yeah, he's dumping off the young guinea pigs on the road into the woods, setting them free. And How they doing? Uh, this rescue, well, they've got a ton of guinea yeah. pigs at this rescue, and they're trying to I prevent say, the breeder. And I'm an animal guy. Arrest the guy who's doing it and let nature take its course. The guinea pigs won't make it more than a week. That chum will be gobbled up. Yeah, that it'll be quick. That problem solves itself once you get the guy who's doing it. Yeah, I don't think they're too worried about it being overpopulated right now. Look, if we get overrun by guinea pigs, it's 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 meant to be. <laughs> I don't really see that population flourishing without predators taking care of it. Never they know. Breed, they turn into like Hogzilla, eleven hundred pound yeah, it could guinea be. pig, wild guinea pigs that you know, like Sharknado, all over <laughs> again. roaming the woods. This could be the tape they play to say, "Remember that jackass on the air said it was no big deal." Now, look, we're overrun with them. This Amazon driver in England named Gareth Thompson, he hasn't been able to work for the past month because a very sharp mailbox flap cut his finger off. Oh, my God. He was shoving a bubble envelope through the flap at someone's front door on December 13th, and the tip of his left index finger got pinched Mm. hard enough that when he pulled away, oh, that reaction, flap ripped off the tip of his finger. Bad enough where you could see the bone. It was bleeding a lot, so he went to a bar down the street to grab napkins. He works for a subcontractor, not directly for Amazon. His boss wouldn't let him drive the van to the hospital. So he had to wait for a while to his wife to take him. Because he wanted blood in the van? Yeah. That's an Amazon delivery job. I'm driving the van yeah, there. I, I'll take my chances of getting fired. Tell? So I'm fine. I'll make it. That's worse than I thought. I drove myself to the hospital. The problem, he went to the hospital and they fixed everything, but mm. out of he panicked. He went to the hospital right away. Didn't go back for the tip. Didn't get his finger. Yeah. So they just kind of so reattached it. Just clip the bone and let it grow over. Yep. You're not going to have so a nail So he's down one or two sections in the index finger. The worst part of your hand to lose. The top knuckle of your index finger. I have a couple more radio videos. The first one's a, a really good knockout. Okay. It's the audio on the punch, too. All right. Boxing or? Boxing. Okay. Yeah. What are we looking at here? Oh, it's in a small gym. It's like a small sparring match or something. Isn't that, a, it says Cal Auto Body. On yeah, the they're, side shooting, there. they're, they're shooting it out in a, in a motor works. Okay. <laughs> now, straight right hand. There's, oh, there's a, a right nice right. Dizzy the white kiss. Oh, oh my man. God. You got to hear the audio. Yeah. You yeah. over. Dominant, good, beautiful right hand. Has the white kid ever fought in his life? 
That's exactly what we were saying. What I think he's a light-skinned brother. Well, he's white now. Pray for Damar again. I don't know what that kid's name is, but he had it much worse than Hamlin. He's folded up. He's not going home in a week. Oh, my God. So loud. Wow. The first punch, almost Got that him. should have ended the fight. Yeah. Thanks to Carmart Automotive Group for sponsoring this live murder. Is this any which way but loose or something? Is Fido up there fighting? Oh, oh man. I mean, that kid's hand, like, there's no form at all. That, I don't know that he's ever fought before. This was a, this was a dare, and uh, he didn't realize that he was in there with Mike Tyson's kid. That is a, that's a, is he all right? No. Yeah, he's dead, right? He's sleeping on his knee. Upside down. He's on the auto parts calendar this year. It's like I saw an article this weekend that says 82-year-old man breaks record for headstand by oldest individual. And I'm like, that needs to also say on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can imagine there's some upside down old people going, how did this happen? But 82-year-old guy did a headstand and somebody was there to document it. And they they say it's the oldest anybody has ever done a headstand. I'm like, "Mm, We've got some, uh, the next one's extreme biking. And Whistler, guy goes down a pretty steep hill. It's a good, uh, gets the wind knocked out of him. Okay. And maybe some other stuff. Is he on a bicycle? Yeah. yeah. He's on a mountain bike. Ooh, that's a good one. Straight down. And oh! Now, oh. other angle. Oh, that is a steep. Oh! oh. He's going about 25 miles an hour. <laughs> that's his wind knocked oh, out. Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Oh. oh, God. Listen to him. Try to breathe. That's called a death gurgle. That's the last sound you make when a mountain wind. Neither of it. We'd have been hike a bike on that one. Oh, I'm, not, I'm walking that one. Stupid. I'm walking. I'm definitely walking down that <laughs> hill. And, and you're gonna, all you're going to hear is, Josh, you're an asshole. Why are you taking me here? <laughs> just get behind your seat. I will. I'll be walking behind my seat. I'll just ghost ride the bike down. We'll show you how exact. The bike has a better chance of making me without it. You know, It actually probably would make it all the way down. With me on it, there's definitely going to be a crash. That's a horrible ride. All right, what do you got, Bert? All right, uh, we'll start off mild, and then I'll just get ridiculous. Okay. All right, this one is, uh, you know, you got to be careful around farm animals, and especially petting <laughs> cows that are sleeping. You hear that, Brady? Yes. Don't pet sleeping cows. That's good advice. Oh, his cow is... Oh, it reaches up and kicks a lady in the face! Ah, one more time. Oh, get big screen on that. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. Okay, here we go. Yeah, then we get another... Oh, she's got she's got that glove. Oh, yeah. she's, she's got my trigger glove on. She's gloved up. She's um, that's the glove that to the lady, in, the right? lady that uh, I watched in eighth grade artificially inseminate a horse. That's what the glove looked like. Hers was clear. She's got both of them. I wonder if she's pulling a calf. She's going into the ass of that thing. This one came in Friday after we finished the videos. Okay. This. Here we go. You just gonna have to watch it. All right. Bull riding. We're bull riding. And he's down. And he's up again. And he's attached for a second to the horn. Right? In the face, I believe. The horn of the bull had the rider had by the, snag the helmet. Right by his jaw. It looked like. Let's see, they're gonna oh, show it. Camera's going over. Go. Take a look at his head. Get filleted. Brett sits quietly, which means God, God bless you. Oh, what did he get? Nose, it it's like. coming. Here's the close-up shot of what happened. 
Oh, oh, oh my god! 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 That dude's standing and he's in So shock. he got the horn yep. under his under his chin, yep. through his cheek, here into the sinus hole. Right Where below the, his eye. His eye was still there. Was his nose gone? I don't know. Should no, we rewind? Was, yeah. The cheek was split. Nose is there. Half of his nose. It, it might have gone through a nostril. Opened his entire face. Yeah, it might have ripped his nostril open. Woo! I've never seen it anything came like out that. Like stitch. He'll get maybe five stitches out. <laughs> He's going to get a suture. Maybe some glue. He'll be fine by Monday. Glue it. He'll be back on the bull before you know it. Oh. They didn't stop the game for him. No. <laughs> well, it's Mexico. That's true. Football's for pussies. Oh, my God. That, there it is. The worst one we've ever seen. I can thank Crandall for that one. And I'm just going to end there because yeah. There's, yeah. Real, there's nowhere to go. When his, when he's, well, I guess that's blinking. He's got blinking I, power left and his little I, eyes floating around in that was- hole. His whole face on the, what was that, his right side of his face from his is chin it, to his eyes. Is it bad? Is, is it bad? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Little scar. Get back up on that yeah. thing. Let's go. Six dig scars, especially cavernous ones. Leave a mark. <laughs> it hurts here. Something happened here? It's horn size, if you can imagine a bullhorn. And it went up and it through. right up and through. Luckily, it went through. What does the eye look like? It hurt just watching that one. That's why it's... All right. Thank you, Brett, for sure. put that one on our page. Can we put that one on the page? Yeah, I just have to put warning. Sure, warning. warning. All right. This gets nasty All fast. Right. Well, you see him when the bull bucks him off. He's hanging on its horn for yeah. a second yeah. by the face for one move. Don't they usually cork them? Not in Mexico. They're authentic. No, they don't cork them. They, use, they, they do on these. They, yeah, they, they saw, saw, saw them, sharp, saw them off, and they, they edge the sharpness of the, that. Evidently is not how they run down in the... As for pussies. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> this is the... Uh, we didn't have time for that one. Yeah. He's riding old stabby. <laughs> Holy smokes, my stomach hurts. Well, thanks for that, Brett. Sure. Uh, there goes your Brady report. Everyone vomit in unison. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Ah, it's Tuesday, but it feels like Monday, so we can do things we're supposed to do on Monday. It's time now for What Would Brady Do? That's right, the most moral man in all of Phoenix had his tummy removed the other day. A big donut taken out of it. They got stuck in his belly button. Still tum-tum issues. Not feeling great. Still a little tender. Yeah, it's a tender tum-tum. 
Hey, you get that thing sucked out, that can't feel too good. So uh, he's Removed a trooper. a jumbo shrimp. That's right. It did kind of look like a giant shrimp without the tail. Uh, and it was taken out. So Brady uh, will still forge forward despite the tummy issues. And he shows up to work and he tries to solve your problems. That's how moral he is. Puts himself second. Unless there's a buffet. Then he's going <laughs> to charge to the front of the line. It's all brought to you by our friends at uh, MMP Guns. If you want to get over there, 12th Street. And Indian school, that's where you go. Brett, just you just built an AR-15 over there. Yeah, they're doing they're doing classes there now. So you can actually come in, sign up for the class, and uh, basically build your own AR-15. They they supply all the parts, all the teaching skills, the tools, and everything else. And you actually walk in there with a box of parts that they give you. Really? And you walk out with a fully assembled What fire. does it cost? I think it was like 700 bucks. No kidding. Yeah, that's it was, fantastic. It was nothing. It was nothing. I and mean, you're basically, at that point, you're paying for you know the firearm. So. And the pros are... Helping you walk walk you through this thing. So oh yeah, no, no absolutely. Awesome. It's yeah, yeah the, it's professional. And uh, afterwards, you get you can go through the store and they give you a discount on stuff if you're going right. to add to it. It's on ammo and everything. Oh, that's else. awesome. But it's it's awesome. I'm going to post a picture of it a little bit later. Okay. M and P Guns over in 12th Street and uh, Indian School. If you're interested in that, they got that going on along with everything else you've ever wanted. Uh, right there in the center of Mo Money Pawn, uh, the boys in there and the ladies, all wonderful people. Uh, and that's pretty cool. That's a yeah. neat thing. Right. They take that little section of their store super seriously. Hey, you wouldn't think it no. either. When you walk in there, it's like, oh, my Those God. Those dudes are experts. <laughs> yeah. Like, they know their stuff. So head on over there if you're interested in that world. Uh, Brady, are you ready? Ready. Uh, this is a solid one. 20 years ago, Brady, it says, Dear Brady, 20 years ago, Brady, my now wife had sex with my dad who passed away last November. Not then, but you know. Uh, she was evidently an escort for older men in her late 20s. Uh, she said there's only three clients that she ever had sex with. Mainly, she was an atmosphere girl that took old guys to work functions and events as their arm candy. I knew all of this when we met. She's been very open about her past. Uh, and She just hit me with the info uh, and had some photographic evidence that she was my dad's Phoenix girl. We lived in Dallas. Uh, until he moved our company here permanently, uh, which she r- worked for for a little while and how I met her. I now run the company with my brother. My mom wouldn't be surprised at this. My dad uh, liked the ladies, and the ladies liked my dad. She always said she couldn't keep up with him. Uh, she'd be a fool to assume he wasn't scratching his itch. So mom's not bothered. Uh, he treated uh, everyone really well in our family. My wife said, however that she was very nervous that uh, we announced that we were together in front of him, and my dad pulled her aside and said, we need to keep everything quiet. This can never come out. Uh, What would Brady do with this information? It's incredible. Do I tell my brothers and sisters? I'm sort of grossed out to be Eskimo brothers with my dad, but it is what it is. Sean. Well, first, I find it hard to believe that you could seal that information from your brothers and sisters. Why? They've done it this long. But how did he find out through she her, told him right yeah and then um, mom wouldn't be surprised right but it would be but she doesn't weird know for the rest of it. I I you know I'm keeping that between me and her you bury it I think I bury that too oh yeah no reason to bring mom no. into the mix maybe she w- maybe she wouldn't uh, take it well especially you if know? brother and sister maybe never even knew dad had these right liaisons. As you get older, you realize how different the experience your brothers and sisters had compared to yours. You think everybody was the same. They see things completely differently than the way you thought things happened. And so your analysis of how brother and sister might handle this, as we all knew, 
Maybe they didn't. Maybe they saw dad as a, you know, the charming, you know, doting husband and never would do this. And evidently your dad was a, a hooker whore. You got to be proud of Pops. Uh, pulling. <laughs> I know. Pops pulling yeah. your wife. <laughs> That's what I'd be bothered by. I'd never let my mom in on this. My brothers and sister wouldn't know for embarrassment that my dad hosed my broad before me. <laughs> Just look at it like it's the uh, Indiana Jones lost the Last Crusade. Yeah, because uh, you have chosen pops had, yeah. uh, <laughs> had his way with the German Fraulein. Yeah, as long as in and Indy did too. Yeah, Sharon, Sharon honey holes with your old man. Yeah, but if it was Sean Connery, I'd be high fiving him. I mean, it's Sean look, Connery. I mean, look, Junior, you knew I'd had a chance at her. She was going to have sex with, she probably used me, not to get to you, but to have sex with somebody who's worth it. I, uh, if I found out Dan had hosed my lady, I'd be a little bothered it's by a t- it. It's a, it's a, that's definitely a tough one. Even if my mom's like, oh, of course he did, and she didn't even bat an eye, my sister would have that on me forever. My dad and I could never be, I, I couldn't bring Megan around again. break up? What? Do you think you'd break up with your, you know, well, no, I mean, your if, lady? It's 20 years later and you found out. But I knew she was an escort. I yeah. knew that in her 20s, that's how she made some money on the side there. And your dad Turns happened out, to be a, a John was, Doe. Pops was one of them. Would I break up? It would make things awkward for a minute, but mostly between me and my dad. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I would understand why she kept it quiet. Him shutting up about it would be... Like if if I came home with a girl, it's I don't know if you're watching White Lotus on HBO, but there's a prostitute in the show and she's she bones Christopher Maltasanti, nice, and then starts boning his son, and he's like, you can't, do, and then so the son starts to fall for her. He's not really realizing she's a prostitute. He's like thinking that this is a, and he and he's trying to separate the two of them, and it's weird. I want to. It's hard to I watch. Wanna, get you some logic here i want you yeah. to understand you think but that, yeah i can't tell you why dad would come to you and say even though he's still married to your mom hey i had sex with her your dad couldn't do that so he just had to sit in terror and you, you'd have to understand why your dad wouldn't say anything to you way to bring the whore home man <laughs> that's that's a big reason why you can't say my former prostitute wife surprised me with this. You can never be shocked. Yeah. But yeah, but you went into it knowing she was a whore. Right. So, I mean, and that's my like, point. That's on you. That's on you, and yeah. you just have to eat that. Mm-hmm. And when I say eat that, uh, your dad's eating it too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Would you, uh, you and your dad, uh, lick ice cream out of the same spoon? <laughs> well, you're doing it. Mm, mm. Would you French kiss your dad? Uh, no, you kind of are. I just think of the uh, the movie Waiting for Guffman, where his wife has gone on, gotten it on with all oh, these yeah. people in the community, yeah. and the husband is oblivious. But, he, but he's finding out as it goes that she yeah. had a past. It's different to know, and knowing that that's tough yeah. to walk around. It's like, right. oh man. But it's different. It's it's different to know if you you know if you find out later you were a hooker. Jesus, I didn't know. You would have that moment of revelation that she'd lied to you about that. But if she's been open about it, there's a chance you're going to run into somebody she used to bone. Yeah, it's a different scenario. But the the feeling of, man, how many people did she bone around here and they all know and you're you're the guy. You just look at it like, well, 
I won the prize. Yeah, I guess. You were okay with it. She's what changed if, her ways. What if uh, it was you and Dan uh, tag team and uh, Margot Robbie? Are you in on that? Yeah, I'm in on that. I, I would <laughs> there take are some, exceptions to the I'll rule. Tell you that, huh? I would take some of Dan's friendly fire in that situation. <laughs> Sorry about that one. Got away from me, boy. No problem, Pops. It reminds me of my own. <laughs> you make all the same noises I make. Did you ever think of that? Oh, man. Yeah. No. You and your dad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You and your dad. I say this all the time, but sometimes you'll say something you're like, geez, that sounded just like my dad. You don't know where you got your sex noises from. Oh, I never thought of that. But it's passed down. <laughs> so your dad does what you do. Ah. <clears throat> Roll over. You could pick some up from watching porn. Now. Yeah. But not, not initially. Like the, the instinct. Your sex noises come from your dad. You didn't watch a lot of porn. You were never taught. Yeah, I'm pure torp. Whatever right it is, is is just genetically passed down. So Hey, hey! And the good news is for you, you don't sound like your dad. I have a similar voice to my dad. I think you do too. Yeah, yeah You and your dad sound yeah. alike. So those little, oh, those little moments when you're like, <clears throat> like, that's exactly how your dad sounds. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard that, Brad. And the time that you're about to, to you know, Vesuvius. That weird, that's your dad's noise. That's, ah, that's, that's directly. And, ah. and guess what? It's also your grandpa's noise. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Pride. Take pride in that. That's why we all, when oh. we get, oh, my God, I do things where I'm like, what? I say that all the time to people. And it used to drive me nuts when my dad, my dad would look and go, what? And I don't know why, but in the last year or two, when I can't hear someone, that's the noise I make. And I'm like, that's Dan. He's, he's creeping out of me in weird ways. What? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, stop it. That's what you're doing. I've been doing a lot of things Dan does. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's going to wreck it for you next time. <laughs> when you're down there and the honey hole's staring at you and you say whatever it is you say, you, you didn't make that up. That came from somewhere. I got to go. That I got to leave. Darwin. And Medea's like <laughs> her mom. Yeah, and, and yeah, Medea does squeaky noises like her mom makes. <laughs> fact. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> Every time you every time you hear ah just close your eyes and picture that future mother in law. Ah. <laughs> You'll last longer. Oh yeah. It's gonna be an all night it's an all night thing. Quote Chris Cornell. Uh, dear Brady, my wife is talking in her sleep about someone named Brent. Not you. There's an N in there, not me. Yeah, she <laughs> she got drunk the other night and started mumbling about a guy named Brent and that she loved him and they'll be together soon. And I was shaking her. I'm like, well, who's Brent? What are you talking about? I asked her the next day, and she just laughed. She said, I don't even know anyone named Brent. I don't know what I was talking about. Well, lo and behold, the new guy at her office's name is Brent. Do I bulldoze this or wait for more evidence? Terry. Oh, man. You're going to look like a lunatic. If I think you want to confirm. Oof, yeah. Before you bulldoze. Yeah. Don't go blasting in there and yell at Brent. Yeah. He might not know your wife. She's new. Your because wife just might fantasize a... about Brent. Right. Yeah. Oof. Hilarious. So, yeah, you don't go barging in. You just. Because it's hard. I mean, you know, you've had dreams of other people. Oh, you know. Martin Luther King over here. <laughs> I had a dream. Many I had people. a dream about sticking that thing so far in that girl. <laughs> sure. You, you can't control that. When it comes, uh, you know, if you're yelling out the names or whatever, sure, that's a little tougher to yeah. hear. Well, she like, had you're a, not allowed to do that. Only I can dream about other yeah. people. 
She had a boozy fantasy about Brent and went to sleep with you. Now, the problem is, is that the next day when you said, who's Brent? She said, I don't know anyone named Brent, but there's a guy at her work named Brent. Yeah. So is she lying? So, then? yeah. Your gut so, is yeah. telling you, yeah. and so, it's probably probably pretty accurate. Pr- yeah. More than likely, she's got a thing for Brent. Whether Brent knows that or not, is be- like, now you yeah. do. But do you spend time with the investigation, or you just, do you go Brady's Valderie Valdera route and just let it go until it can't be, it has keep to be dealt with? Open. You just keep your eyes open, yeah. right? Watch out for Brent. Your wife likes him. Uh, it's a client dinner dinner that we have to yeah. go to. Brent asked me to go. I mean, maybe you say to her, uh, I'm not accusing you of anything, but you said you didn't know anyone named Brent, and now there's a guy at work named Brent. What's going on? And see how she handles it. But don't beat up Brent. It's not his fault. Your wife's got a boner for him. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife won't let me get a new car. I got a bonus at my job. I was the number one producer at my company for 2022, and they gave me 20 grand for it. I worked hard for that. Uh, The family's comfortable financially, mainly because we've never done anything for me. Uh, My wife has a rule. We only use her money for us, and my money goes right into savings. But this is different because it's not supposed to be money I was going to get. It's a bonus. I've been driving a 2013 Corolla around for the last 10 years. It's fine, but it isn't exactly the beacon of success I would like to project. So, without her knowing, I just put money down on a new Bronco. Uh, I told her there was a mistake, and I won't be getting the entire bonus. I'm going to tell her I lied when the Bronco was delivered, but I need you to help me build a defense now. (laughs) He went and bought it. I'll tell you how to do it. Go ahead, Brady. It's your bonus, your car. Now, one thing you got to look at, that $20,000 yeah. maybe is a f- quarter of what the Bronco. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a down payment. It's a nice a third, down payment. A third. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you throw in the Corolla. He's probably getting another six grand for that. So they get twenty six grand in. He's making yeah. a nice, reasonable living. Maybe, the payments maybe are easy. Go, yeah. If, and the payments are fine, right. then it's something. You're, you're due for a new hoopty, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you got a 10-year-old car. Um. You know, I was going to say, I mean, the other thing is uh, you could say, uh, you know, 10 for the savings. I want, to, I'm going to use the other 10 on a car. Right. How about this? And that's, that's you know, you're looking at a two, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars Here's difference a thing. month. You're coming to my office crying like a woman? <laughs> you stand up to your wife. How about be a man? How about be a man and quit letting her tell you what's going to happen next? And you're going to go, I'm getting a new car for me. I've earned it. We're fine. I'm not driving that around anymore. And if you want to keep me from that, then you're just trying to control me like some sort of puppeteer. I'm not a puppet. I'm getting a car. There's nothing you can say about it. And that's how this goes. Well, the, yes, that's true. But if you made that agreement with your wife, right? then, I mean, that's why you should you know, revisit this first. Saying, look, this is kind of outside what we agreed to. Your money is for this. My right. money's for savings. I want a new car. But if re- she's a, you know, she's an understandable, Please, read loving the wife. Lines. Read between the lines. In the first line of the email, my wife won't let me get a new car. Uh, she doesn't know about it. I told her, uh, where's the other thing? There's another line in there I, when she said it. Uh, 
She says we only. She says we only use her money for us, and my money is saved. Then there's that's not, not an, an agreement. agreement. No, that's not. When you look at what he says, my wife won't let me. Dot dot dot. She says this is how the money's going to get handled. Yeah, that's not an agreement, and that's a dude who's just letting his wife run roughshod over. Well, he's going to have to ask for permission, or because he's already created that for the first time. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, say, you're evidently pretty good at your job. You're pretty strong at work. I think he's too much of a pussy to do I it, think though. that's what's going on, yeah. and you need to grow one and go in there and go, I'm not trying to be a jerk to you, but I worked really hard for this. I'm not I'm driving that car. around, and I'm getting myself a new car. And we can afford it. Yeah, the bonus money wasn't expected, and I'm using it to have a better vehicle, period. That's happening. And if she starts, you know, it's that's, we were talking about it with Joe Biden. It's that uh, there's nothing worse than the guy whose little lady's in charge at home. It's so demeaning to women to say, that's the little lady, or I let her take care of the bill. She handles the money. I'm just – be a man. You want equal partnership. I hate that little lady thing. When Joe Biden said that the other day, he's like, yeah, my house, when it's somebody's birthday, my wife has a rule. It's like those guys that always say that my wife has a rule. My wife won't let me. And that's to sing happy birthday to the wrong name? Well, yeah. Well, he's an idiot beyond that. But, I mean, it's that doting husband – patronizing pat on the head of the woman. This lady is taking full advantage of the fact that you're one of those in training. Eventually, you're going to be the guy that says, I, can't, I don't know if I golf with you guys or not. Let me check with the warden. And then suddenly it's a funny joke you're making because you're so deep down, horribly uncomfortable with the fact you've lost all control of your life. Let me check with the old warden. <laughs> the only person that laughs at that joke is the dude who says it. None of his friends say it. They all go, oh, poor bastard you think you're preemptive strike in the jokes you're not we see you for what you are there are people that have it too most of the time people are joking about it the people why you laugh at it it's sometimes oh okay well i can relate in the fact that you're in a relationship now and there are some times when you you say factor in that relationship i have to ask the boss i have to ask the warden and you're serious you're not no you're all anytime you say it when you're joking you're covering Basically, when I say to you, hey, you want to do this? Uh, let me check to see if we're doing anything. Yeah. You don't go, let me ask the warden. That's saying, I'm going to ask mommy for permission. That's different than, let me make sure I don't have other plans. Or let me make sure something else I haven't agreed to yet. I don't know. Because that's what a dude understands. When I say, hey, Brett, you want to go riding? Uh, I think Mindy and I are doing something. Let me make sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll do that. But that's not you saying, well, let me ask the little lady if I'm allowed outside today. <laughs> that's pathetic. And that's the life you've created for yourself. This dude is in trouble. Because 10 years from now, you're going to be that guy sitting there going, happy life, happy life. Meanwhile, you're flaccid for 10 years. It hasn't been touched. She's mean to you. You'll see. Yeah, you'll see. She's mean to you. And you're asking permission of what you can wear out. That's coming. He's went this far, though. I I think he's screwed. I think he's too far far gone. Give him credit for going out and buying the car. That doesn't mean he's, he's not going to. He's scared of Take her. delivery of it. Right, that's a good point. He is yeah. afraid of yeah. her though, because when he tells her, yeah. he's he's going to be taking that thing back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be a fight. It, oh, yeah, but, it'll open I don't it think up. he's man enough but to take need, care of it. But it's not about a car. It's a fight for your manhood. That's it what is. But she sees fight. it as a car. That's right. Yeah. And you have to fight for your manhood right. while she fights for the Bronco. She just wants to be right and in control of you, and you have to take a little piece of you back. You did it wrong. But you need to be you need to be a man and go to your wife and say instead of the sneaky nonsense and say, yeah. "Hey, 
I'm buying a car for myself. I, I hate my car, and I work too hard. And what we don't know, you know, maybe he is a, a – if she wasn't there, maybe he was a spender, and he would have been a paycheck-to-paycheck guy, not saving or anything like that. Don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. Then she can save her money. It's a control, well, okay. it's a control mechanism mean, to say, your money, you don't get. My money goes to us, and I control it. That's a lady with puppet strings. Otherwise, you'd say, why don't we save all of it into a big pile and, only, and then budget differently? When somebody takes your check and does something with it and their check and does something with it and they're in control of all of it, there's a statement being made. Rather than saying, put it all in a pile and I'll manage the money because you're a spender yeah. and I'm not. That's different. You got yourself a succubus shrew on your hands, mm-hmm. dude, and you need to break it or those chains are going to get tighter and shorter. And to, and to the lady, I don't blame you. Be pushing this puss around too. Been driving a Corolla for 13 years, and he's the number one sales manager in the Southwest region, or whatever. Pulling down 20k checks that you control, nothing worse. He's good at his job. He should be rewarded for that. At home, if I gave Brett 20 grand of a bonus, and then uh, you go and well, Medea took it, I'd be like, you're done. I'd give it back. <laughs> like I'm not going to allow that. Medea took it. Now, if you said we're splitting it or we put it in savings, that's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. But Medea took it, and I'm no. not allowed to have it. That's, that's embarrassing. I'm supposed to save it. That's, that's called neutered. Oh, absolutely. That's why I don't think he'll do anything about it. Yeah, I think he's, he's not going to take delivery. I want to hear from this guy again. He yeah. didn't leave it. He, and the worst part is he didn't sign his name. Of course not. And it was one of those, you know, blankety blank at gmails. He started that thing the day he wrote the email. So it's all deleted. She's not going to find it. Interesting question. Would be if the wife, with her money, mm-hmm. received a bonus from the company. How would that work? That's question. her money. That's a great question. All of it's hers. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So yeah. you're like, well, then the, the money you bring home, money, she's made a this decision. Is an added right? deal. Her, your money is her money. You give her your. I check. think it's. I mean, I think it's very uh, reasonable deal. They're saying uh, it's a bonus. This is my yeah. bonus. And I want to do this first time I've really. I think it's reasonable. To, to, you don't have to explain it. Just go. I need a new car. I'm getting a new car for myself. This thing I don't like it, and I work too hard to drive around a ten year old Corolla. I want people. Yeah. To, I and want I understand uh, upgrading. I don't think he's upgraded too out of hand. No, it's I mean, not by the crazy. I like it. Send me pictures of that Bronco. And, and by the way, you get that Bronco, you got to juice it up a little bit. That's. I'm hoping that's why it's on delivery and not just off the lot. You got the money to juice it up after yeah. that, though. Yeah, that's the problem. That's a good point. He's screwed. <laughs> we hate this guy. Yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask the little lady. I'm not sure I'm allowed outdoors anymore. Uh, that's why those guys just disappear from friendships after a while. It's like, remember, mm-hmm. remember when we used to hang out with uh, Nash all the time? He was, what happened to him? Oh, he got married. Clipped. Not, not allowed outside anymore. Next time you see him, he's at a funeral or something. Right. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> For one of your old golf uh-huh. Where yep. you been, Nash? Well, the old little lady's got me quite a short leash. Yeah, still a pussy, huh? Great. Not, not allowed out of the house, you see. Help me. <laughs> oh, no, no. She wouldn't let me do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not asking that. I don't know how you're getting away with that. Let me ask the little lady. The warden. That was my favorite one. That's the day I realized, oh, oh, I see. I see what a cuck looks like. Let me ask the warden if I'm allowed to do that. You're not seeing if you're busy. You're asking permission? I didn't say, do you want to have a slumber party in the seventh grade? I just said, do you want to go golf or something? Well, Saturdays are for the family. 
You, you don't have anything planned. You're just waiting around for her to tell you what to do? Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go to Home Depot and buy a bucket and a rope, hang myself. Quite a nice uh, life you've carved out for yourself, blank man. Good luck. And women, you shouldn't have to ask us for permission either. If you want to go do something and there's no plans on the docket, you shouldn't have to say, can I do this? Your individual adult human being. But beings. when it comes down to uh, spending, if, yeah, I understand that. If yeah. it's a major purchase, you both are talking. That's a, Look, yeah, that's a thing. Something that's there. why he screwed up. the. He handled it wrong. Yep. But he's afraid of his wife. Stop being scared of your wife. Ugh. Pathetic. Uh, there you go. Well done. We've solved some problems today, Brady. Well done, my friend. Nice job. Uh, that is what Brady did. It's 98. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Speeding through a short week. And speaking of speeding, Chad McDaniel, who always has an interesting take, says uh, to the Corolla driver buying the Bronco, you need to go OJ in that car. There's no other option here to keep the Bronco. I didn't think of that, but the writing on the wall is, look, loud wife, I just bought a Bronco. Symbolism much? <laughs> she better learn her lesson, read the writing on the wall here. Maybe he comes home and she says, oh, good, happy, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you maybe got that Bronco. The white Bronco. Would, she hasn't reacted yet. Let me tell you this. <laughs> but we know what it's going to be. The white Bronco, if she doesn't react to that, like, oh, I see what's going on around here. You get a knife set in a white Bronco, you're keeping that Bronco and she's going to be quiet. But Brett's right. What was the guy who said, I've been married for 21 years? Listen to Brett and John on this yeah. one. I yeah, was yep. I was that guy. Yep, Tom said that, yeah. Don't be the ask the warden. Be considerate. Don't be. Let her know that it's happening. Right. Yeah, be considerate. Yeah, give her be a heads up. Be know. a partner. And look and say, hey, I'm getting a new car and there's nothing really. We got, we got to talk about this because my car stinks and it's going to happen. And be a man and take your take your stand. Don't hide it. Do I'd, we need that much car? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd I, just, I like this car. I'd be interested to see what she's driving. I'll bet oh, she's driving nice. something brand new. Yeah, I bet you're right. Well, there's a kid in it. Yeah. So they have to have you know, safety first so it's a brand new car. Can't have it breaking down on the side of the road. You can. I don't care about you. Yeah, and as she's cruising around in a right. new Escalade. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Be considerate and tell her where you're going and tell her what you're doing. But you don't ask permission. That's pathetic. Can I go golfing with Brady? No. I haven't come up with plans yet, but you got them with me. Yeah, unless you promise something else. Right, that's having plans. Yeah. That's different. You don't ask permission then. You just say, are we doing anything Saturday? Because if we're not, I'm going to golf with Brady. That's the difference. You don't want to spend the day with me? 
What did you have in mind? Actually, no. Not really. That's why I said I was going to golf with Brady if we didn't have anything to do. Uh, oh, my goodness. The hot releases are upon us this Tuesday morning. And uh, I just got the text from uh, Anthony over at Eric's Family Barbecue. And starting tomorrow, they're doing the breakfast burritos. They're going to do the barbecued breakfast burritos. Now, uh-huh. Anthony, you can't just start throwing those around saying start tomorrow. And we haven't tested them yet. Uh, their house-made chorizo and egg, a medley of mesquite-smoked meats inside of the tortilla, lightly lathered with barbecue and chipotle puree breakfast aioli. Let's broadcast from there tomorrow. Yes. It's one time you like the word medley. Tuesday through Friday, 6 to 11 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Starting tomorrow at Eric's Family Barbecue. Well, there you go. You just bought me breakfast. Auntie. Bring it on down. we got to try those out. Brady's going to blow that hernia right back up if we have those sitting in here. So we'll give be it, in tomorrow. Give it a week. Uh, Eric's Family Barbecue. Check it out. It's the best in town. Eric's Family BBQ. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Brady, uh, or not you. You're not done with you yet. You guys. It's uh, Toledo and Brett. Uh, it's time for the releases. We'll start with you, Brett. Let's get All some right. music out. Quick, go. All right. Uh, this is a band called Half-Life, and uh, their album, Like a Jungle, is hitting stores this Friday. Oh, that's just there. We'll walk in silence. He's going to be operatic. He's going to be Jeff Tate. You think? I can turn the fans on. I'm hearing rumbling. Kind of a combo. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Who is gone? Uh, Catatonia. They got uh, the Sky Void of Stars is going to be on uh, hitting stores on Friday, and this is Atrium. All right. Chick singer. Uh, I can't remember if this one is or is a singer. I think it might be a chick singer. I think about it. Nope. No. Not what I was thinking when I first came. Not a young man. No, that guy's old. They didn't sound too bad, though. I think close-ups on that singer are a bad idea, though. Yeah, absolutely. Very bad idea. Uh, this is this one was interesting. This is is it manskin? Manskin. 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 Yeah. It's got the little squiggly thing. So uh, this, this is that rush. They had that band that had annoying. I'm begging, begging you, and it would never stop being those yep. seven words for five minutes. It's and it was a that's huge, this band. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this one uh, Tom Morello's uh, jumping oh. in as a guest star. So. Oh. Surprised you just started singing that begging song. Again. I think these guys won uh, that Eurovision contest. Oh, is that right? The one from so. Norway or Iceland? Or the city of lies, where everything's got a prize. Gonna be like European Yeah, yeah. You can be a movie star and get everything you want. Just put some plastic on your face. This place is a circus. You just see the surface. They cover shit under the rug. Just fill your drink with tonic gin. This is the American dream. So sit 
That's it. Statement on America. KDKB-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be a huge hit over there. I'm begging, begging you. Right he has word. to be tired of that song. Oh, that song wow, drove right? me nuts. Uh, this is a band called Twilight Force. At the Heart of Wintervale is the name of the album, and this oh. is Twilight Force. Now we're cooking. This is riding your majestic steed yeah. across yeah. the frozen plains of Iceland. It's a Euro metal. Twilight Force? Wasn't the other band Dragon Force? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Made up of members of Dragon Force? I don't Force? know. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's hard to hear a can of bush songs. light coming out yeah. of there. <laughs> Either that or the new Frozen is going to look uh, yeah. Frozen 3. It does kind of look like Frozen 3. God. It's a legendary Christmas <laughs> wow. for the six heroes of the light. <laughs> I got two more before we get into the uh, wow. to the game of the day. <laughs> that guy wrote that down. <laughs> the six legendary crystals for the heroes of the light. What do you guys think of that? I think we're nerds, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, this is a band called Lady Tron. Times Arrow is the name of the album, and this is a City of Angels. Fast but they've been around a long time. Never heard of them. Yeah. Early 2000s. I'm hypnotizing. Yeah, I hate that song. I want a nap. Yeah, I hate it. It's got an email that says, man, I can't believe it. I, I know people like that cuck with a soon-to-be-returned Bronco. He needs to put that wife in her place. <laughs> I had my ex-wife give me grief once, and things didn't exactly work out. I gave her a haircut, just a little off the top. OJ. <laughs> it's not right that he's going with it, but... The Broncos are coming. Bronco jokes are on uh, the Italia 90. Oh, this is you. This is a living... <laughs> the album is Living Human Treasure. This is Tales from Beyond. All right. It's a little paper airplane video. So far, it's making me hate Italians. <laughs> Italian 90. And who tells the story and why it does it you? When will your radicals have something to prove to you? Still yeah. learning, educating yourself. When will knowledge become practice? I feel like Jonathan L should be enjoying this. Some radicals with nothing to lose. <laughs> How are you not offended? Cockney accent? What's <laughs> yeah. name like Italian This name? needs to also be... Um, just excerpts from Prince Harry's book to this music. <laughs> Putting things on my frozen wang, my taja. And like punk version of yeah. at the dive bar. Yeah, it is. <laughs> at the gay bar, gay bar. Questioned, who tells the story and why does it need you? When will your radicals have something to prove to you? Wow, that guy's just... At the gay bar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and there wasn't there wasn't much new hip hop that came out this week, so we're gonna go back and uh, pull a classic out. Okay. From Tupac and oh. Snoop Dogg. Oh. Two oh. of America's most wanted. Wow. Oh, I gotta okay. remember this. Okay. I don't now. know the beginning of it. Um. Oof. Oh, you picked a spot in the middle too. Well, no, because there's a long ass intro at the beginning. Oh, right. So. Uh, I, I won last week because Brady wasn't here. Or no, none of us won because uh, right. we picked the wrong thing. So right. Brady, you can go first this time. Um, I'm going with a call out, a friendly N-word. Okay. 
from Tupac. Damn it, that's what I was going to do. Tupac uh, can go either way all the yeah, time. That's why you're kind of like, hmm. I'll drop an F-bomb. It's America's Most Wanted. It's going to be a strong, heavy, hard, mean N-word. Okay. All right. Here we and go. And it does come up quick, so just okay. be careful. On it. There it is. Told you it was a quick one. Damn it. <laughs> Good F word. Toledo's the big winner this week. Nicely done. Son of a... All I right. knew you guys knew the song, but you kind of yeah. hit. It's kind of hard to remember it all. Yeah, didn't remember it at yeah. all. Remember the video, uh, Toledo? Go quick. All right, quickly. Um, definitely not fried chicken is a is one of the only games out this week. I know. I wasn't trying to placate no, him, but it is. Move out. on. It is Thanks, out Brady. this week. Not fried chicken. With this fast food joint, you'll create a chain of thriving businesses to sell your delicious goods. Oh, and your cannabis, meth, cocaine, you know, the usual. Right. People will love your product. Even better. I'm getting this game. Not just your customers, but no, local businesses will want to trade, too. Upgrade oh and expand your businesses. So it's just a Sims game where you build illegal cartel buildings. It's your way or the highway. Work them to the bone. <laughs> I am buying this. This looks like a great game. It's benefits. cartel training. <laughs> Definitely not fried chicken is the All right. game. All platforms? Uh, PC right now. I think okay. it's coming out on platforms next week. That is right. the pick of the week. Uh, Netflix is the Pez Outlaw. There's not a lot of streaming out this week, but the Pez Outlaw is a movie on Netflix. Kind of figure out from the name. No one knew where he came from. Just collects Pez, or he stole a bunch. So this incredible fish-out-of-water story follows the adventure of Steve Glue, a small-town Michigan man who boards a plane for Eastern Europe soon after the fall of the Berlin Wall. His mission is to locate a secret factory that holds the key to the most desired and valuable Pez dispensers. Some Pez is quite him. rare. And how much is this worth? Between three and $4,000. So he's got thousands of dollars worth of contraband Pez One. stuff. One. Back in the 1990s, Pez USA and Pez International <laughs> operated very independently. The president decided Jeez. what. Okay, I'm out well, all right, that's that's checking out. Brady puns. Brady puns in that. It's accurate. <laughs> all right, you excited? <laughs> you excited for this one? That 90s show debuts this week again. It's yeah. the 90s show, not that 70s show. They had that 90s yeah. show. They had another one in the Fox, but it was a different cast. No, this is, yeah, this is just continuing on. This is the old cast in the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah, exactly. I'm interested, but it's probably going to switch. Oh, God, no. They brought new kids in. I'm out. Never mind. They've already jumped the shark with Grandma and Grandpa. Out. I think they all make a guest appearance like all the old kids and then they bring From in what I hear, Saved yeah. by the Bell kids. I'm out. There's too many adorable tweens on it. I'm, it's not for me. Let's Danny Masterson come in. Yeah, can oh, Danny Masterson be part of it and yeah. be around the kids? Is he even allowed <laughs> around the them? money. <laughs> right. Hey, Uncle. Last one yeah, I have you kids want to uh, keep it quiet. I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, is a pre-snowplow accident Jeremy Renner in the season. Got it in in time. Uh, mayor, mayor of Kingstown. Oh, this came out a long time ago. No, no, the new season is oh. out. Uh, this is the trailer for 2021. Night. Yeah, it's the only one I could find. Right, they well, don't have one for the new season. <laughs> the new season's out, but still shows you what's going on. You got to watch the original one first, anyway. It was only like six. I think it's only like six episodes. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. You like that one? Yeah. Right. That's Kingston. it. Light day. There you go. All right. Go to uh, Eric's Family BBQ.com. The breakfast burritos are arriving tomorrow. He's not done that yet. 
I bet you those are great. Uh, remote. Let's yeah, remote down, down there works. tomorrow. Well, we're well, I'll just get up real early and head down and yeah. get the first ones. Oh, my goodness. There go your hot releases. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Time for us to get through a Monday, Tuesday. We crammed it all in, boys. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, and couples, the Valentine's Day is right here. I always tell you, you can train together. You can be stronger together. You can be a better couple. Find things to do. Maybe that guy who's trying to buy the Bronco can talk his wife into doing stuff that he wants to do with her. You know? It's horrible trying to do the things that you're like, what do you want to do? And then most of the time, the other person doesn't want to do it anyway. So find something you both want to do. Train together. Become a power couple uh, with reactdefense.com. They'll teach you all that stuff. And their deal right now is per couple. Pretty awesome. Valentine's special, 189 bucks. Boom. There you go. That's for both of you which is outstanding. That price is amazing, and you get everything they have to offer at that moment. Plus, you can go to tacticalblackvault.com and find some of the coolest, most unique Valentine's gifts you could imagine. The, the rings that they make blow your mind. It's just something you wouldn't even think is possible. Plus, they got all the, the wallets are cool for men. Great gifts for men, even if you're not going there. Great gifts for men. Tactical stuff all the way around. They have belts and wallets and uh, cool things for guns and all that. Check it out, tacticalblackvault.com. You'll find something for that man in your life or that lady in your life uh, for Valentine's Day. Easy enough. And train together. 189 bucks for the both of you right now. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Ron Howard would like uh, to see Backdraft made into a TV series. He already had uh, Willow rebooted by Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Isn't it called Chicago Fire? Isn't Backdraft just... That's what I was thinking. There's so many. There's right. Chicago Fire. He ain't getting paid on that, though. 911. Rescue uh, yeah, 911 or something like that. Or Rob just... Lowe. Yeah, but he's saying the way he films it and the way you know he can capture the intensity and the scope that they go through well, doesn't with he... his film, you know, because that's... Backdraft, you know, was on the cutting edge kind of... Yeah. Why is Ron coverage. Howard telling us this? Doesn't he have any juice in Hollywood to get this done? If he wants Backdraft to be a TV show, all he has to do is call somebody going want Backdraft to be a TV show, and they'll say, okay. Evidently, you know, he's got juice in the movie house, but maybe not with the uh, TV series. I'm pretty sure he's got juice in TV. <laughs> if Spielberg said, I want to do a TV show, they'd be like, no, you do movies. Speaking uh, Ron, of juice, a uh, juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kanye's angry. <laughs> That's right. Ron Howard is a call your lawyers and just have them do it. Thank I don't you. know if you've seen uh, one of the Michelob commercials yet with tony roma 
Tony doing Romo. A, Tony, Tony Romo's Romo. the rib guy. Yeah, sorry. Because I got it. <laughs> he's thinking ribs. A Caddyshack theme. I haven't seen those. He's in the dirty shirt, Carl Spackler. Oh, and is he's he doing te- it? Teeing up on the the flowers. He's Cinderella Boyan. He's yeah. Tony Romo is? Tony Romo, is yeah. He's recreating Bill Murray's character. Have you seen it? It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna also use uh, Alex Morgan, the, the soccer women's player. soccer star. Great, because they always have to infiltrate something. Cinderella boy coming out of nowhere, Jim. Tony. Sounds like she's going to be more of the Rodney character, having a beer tap coming out of her golf bag, and Ugh. she should be Lacey Underall. Yeah, and they reenact yeah. The Do it the right way. If you're going to bring a bra, I was born to lick your face. <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley's uh, three daughters will inherit Graceland. Yeah, there'll also be uh, there'll be a public. Memorial for Lisa Marie on Sunday at Graceland. Yeah, that's uh, what did they think that it was going to go to somebody else? Those, of course, those kids get it, and their kids they give it to the state of you know, Tennessee. One of the daughters looks like Elvis too, the younger one. I just saw pictures of them over the weekend. I'm like, holy smokes, they got the Elvis jeans because Lisa Marie is Elvis in a wig, and then the the young the other the one the model one is very pretty, but there's some Elvis in that. But the, the youngest one looks just like Elvis. We had an old old school actress pass away, Italian actress. Who's Tina Lola symbol. Brigida. Yes, 95 years old. I guessed it. Sex symbol in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, great name too. Avatar crossed the $1.9 billion mark yesterday, which means basically a, a lock to become the sixth film ever to cross the $2 billion mark. That's pretty good. I remember uh, my old... Uh my mentor, if you will, Bill Osborne at Tony Roma's, looked like Gene Wilder, talked like Jack Nicholson, telling me, you ever been down on a girl before, Johnny? <laughs> no, I don't know what that. Well, let me give you a little pointer. That's the only reason I know this woman's name. While you're down there, just try to say the word Lola Brigida with your mouth open. <laughs> It'll drive her crazy. I'm like, oh, all right. And you look like an idiot going, <laughs> What are you doing? Shut up. I got a tip from a guy that's pretty cool. <laughs> it didn't work, Bill. You tried it, you're an idiot. <laughs> According to ultimateclassicrock.com, they put together a list of the most hated rock songs and albums. And albums? And albums, yeah. Most hated? So, well, Nickelback's on the list. In the top ten, let's see. Mm. You got Silly Love Songs, Paul McCartney oh, and Wings. Kind of, I see what you're doing. Mr. Oh, Roboto, Sticks. Terrible. We Built This City, Starship. Terrible. Terrible. That was number six. Shiny Happy People, R.E.M. was number five. Number four, We Didn't Start the Fire. The Billy Joel song. Yeah. yeah. Number three, Sisudio. I thought you were Collins. talking about uh, bands people just hated. That had popular albums. This is literally bands people loved who put out crap. These are the songs, and now right. the albums. Well, number two was Margarita Kokomo, Bell. the Beach Boys. Yep. That was song number uh, the worst song. Number two, Margarita and number Bell. one. Say it. I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's on my list. Is I call that a list of songs that ruined the band. And the that, albums that song destroyed Aerosmith. Number 10, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Worst? The movie soundtrack. Oh, at number 10. No, that was the Bee Gees. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Move from oh, yeah. The movie. With uh, yeah. Peter Frampton. Yeah. The okay. I was going to say, what the hell's wrong with them? Yeah. Number nine, trans. Uh, Neil Young. Not really. Anything Neil Young for me. Yeah, Eight, Van Halen. Three. That oh, that's pretty bad. That's Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Seven, Dirty Work, The Rolling Stones. Uh, six, Lulu, Lou Reed, Metallica. Terrible. Five, Unfinished Music, number one, Two Virgins. It's John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear any of that. Uh, number four, Music from The Elder. Kiss. 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 Well, I, you, could put, you could have a top ten list of all Kiss albums. I'd agree <laughs> with it. <laughs> number three, Love Beach, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I don't know what that is. I'm hetero. Yeah, I'm straight. Number two, <laughs> self-portrait, so. Bob Dylan. Yep, same. And number one, to the hard way, Almond and Woman. This is Greg Almon and Cher's album. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, they really stretched. That was a push on the last one. You could throw a kiss at the top of that list. and I think it has to be a popular normal. Like Greg Almond and Cher were a one-off. Yeah, there should have been a... Uh, that's different. Buffett should Amount have been on there. Buffett needs to be on yes. there. Worst albums ever. But they they might not put them under rock or classic yeah. rock. Put them under put them under a rock. Yeah, put them under something. Country. Idiot. That's what his tombstone should just say. Idiot, and then his birth year and whatever year he dies. Yuck. Buffett. She was smoking. Gina Lola Brigida. Yeah. <laughs> Did you try to spell it out with your tongue, or were you just saying it? <laughs> I can talk him into anything. <laughs> Jackass. But Lola, I wish we could find that guy. Lola Brigida stands out in my mind. He's leaning on that bar, pretending he's cleaning. Come over here for a second. Why? You ever been down on a lady? What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm 16. Here's how you do it. Because she was on the TV. I think she had just done something on TV, and it reminded him. So he had to tell a teenage boy he liked. That's a great way to go down on a lady. And don't think you guys aren't going to think about it later tonight. If you happen to, you know, go face-to-face with the Sar- Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Give it a run. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> Say it like you got a speech impediment. Uh, it's 10.09. That's it for us. Larry McFeely's coming up next. Those U-Fest tickets are in his hands. And, man, you guys sucked those up like crazy over the weekend. Tons of them sold. So uh, still on sale right now at 98kupd.com if you want to go to U-Fest. Or you can try to win them from Larry. He's going to have them. For your little tender hands next. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.